All right, this is Randalicious, and welcome to the 88th Hexus Podcast. Some topics included on this podcast are the Fortis Coliseum, the Perilius Moons, the new Jagex Launcher News, the continuous spam of news posts and updates, forestry tweaks, sailing, and more. The game is still pumping out news and information updates more than they have ever done ever before, and it's certainly at an alarming rate. Uh, since I completed the format for this podcast less than just a couple of days ago, we've gotten news post announcements on uh, Barlamore activities, Karen changes, uh, Skrillius, which is a mid-level PVM boss, and earlier today there was a mega news post about Game Jam 4 that was released. The content and posts that have happened in the last two days are gonna have to hold off until the next podcast again yeah i said it at the uh, last podcast as well they're pumping out updates weight and information seemingly about everything besides sailing but um games progressing at such an alarming rate in terms of the information that's going on that we're i i feel like already the next podcast format is already completed with what they've given us but this and all future hexless podcasts are available on youtube twitch spotify you can submit a topic in the submit a topic channel that we have in our, the Hexes Discord, and we'll give you a shout out if your topic is selected to be added in. Let's get to it. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexes. Oh, uh, I'm Plundering. I am a moderator in Hexes. I am Onyx, uh, <laughs> Hexes mod, and enjoys Disciple. And choice disciple. Hello, my name is Seb, and uh, I love Redscape. And I'm 23 mil RC from Terminal. Big. Hey, what's up? I'm Drag, previously known as Ozium. Pleasure to be back. I'm Rigandau. I used to be ranked six overall on the main front page for many years. Now I'm an Ironman aspiring to get better at PVM. Yeah, you just uh, completed Max in your Iron Man. Uh, you know, big congrats on that. So, how did the gameplay of maxing on an iron feel compared to like nine years ago when you did it on your main? Cheers, Randy. Um, maxing back in 2014, we have to remember that this before the G even yeah. existed. You know, we had to go out and uh, get our supplies from players, whatnot, you know, meet in worlds. Blah blah. I I honestly think that maxing back then was way more difficult than maxing an Ironman in this day and age. Um, just because of all of the non-existent quality of life life updates that we had back then, the slower methods, etc. I mean, Randy, I don't know about you, but a super eater gold ore for 99 smithing oh, and magic yeah that, yeah, yeah that, you, that's what you that needed was, to do at the time that was that was meta back bla- then and blast furnace wasn't a thing yeah you know and and i remember having to super e 150,000 gold ore one by one without a q mechanic <laughs> yeah 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 just just one example so yeah way harder way more difficult to max back then than even maxing an iron man these days we have so much quality of life updates we have quite a few uh Mini games to make skilling more easy. I could go on and on, but yeah. What would you say was the most fun thing that you did on the iron while maxing? Yeah, good question. I'd probably say Guardians of the Rift, you know. Okay. Thoroughly that, oh, and, that and Bloods. Huh? 
Now I'm a big fan of Goddess of the Rift. Yeah, yeah, it was a great update, I thought, bro. But no, I'd probably say the the most enjoyable thing I did um, was Blood RC. Okay. True Blood Altar. Oh, I've yeah. always liked my crafting. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got like, you know, did 100 mil RC XP through Nats, only like 4,000 hours of just beast in the skill. It did, yeah. So. That was a long time ago now, Randy. It doesn't feel like it did that. I'm not that player anymore, man. I'm I'm not that player, my brother. He died a long time ago. Well. So you were in Hexus uh, for many years. Uh, what were some of the best and worst stories you remember, uh, just like from your experience being in the clan? I mean, I never left, Randy. Someone kicked me out. <laughs> I wonder who that was. I have no idea. I never left. Um, my my best memories. I would say I would say the old team speed days, Randy. Me, you, Ashy, trans music, trickle, the good old days, you know. Worst uh, memories. Cool. I don't really have any bad memories of chilling out in Hexus back then. Nothing. Just good times. Oh, great, great. All right, so we had a topic that was submitted by Grab, uh, and it's, do you think the nostalgia of the old school feel is forever gone with the amount of plugins that are regularly used? Right. Nostalgia went away for me, like, within a week of playing old school RuneScape. It's like a short dose, isn't it? Doesn't last a long time for me, anyway. Um, do I think? Uh, sorry, let me read the question again. My bad, Randy. Yeah, yeah, the game does feel a lot different in this day and age. But I actually like the plugins. Some take the piss, but you know me, I'm a laid-back player. I love my quality of life stuff. So that's all I got to say, really. Nostalgia went a long time ago for me, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, yeah, definitely like ruined the nostalgia, sure. But like, first, I've never played like RS2 or anything, so like, I don't even mind. Like, I don't really have nostalgia if that makes sense. So, like, I don't mind it. I mean, I don't think there's anything they can do about it anyway, so like, they can remove plugins. Like, you know, I really like gets like, you know, Jagex like updates the game, I really like goes down, everyone starts freaking out. It's like when it sounds like much yeah. more. Plugins are here to stay. Yeah, you know, if 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 Jagex even do anything to touch Rune Light, they'll lose probably half the fucking player base, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we're addicted to this point. Like you try to take alcohol away from alcoholist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the way in Rune Light, to be honest. Yeah. That's I'll... like all I gotta say. Yeah, I think the nostalgia is pretty much gone, but um for me, I guess the the enjoyable part of the game to me is, I guess, just seeing consistent progress and, in my opinion, as long as things don't get out of hand with, like, um, crazy XP rate methods or uh, methods that give a bunch of experience and, and multiple skills at one time, that kind of stuff, where it's very far from balanced. That's pretty much the only thing that could um, kind of turn me off from 
what I feel like is the enjoyable part of the game to me. That and um, more intrusive microtransactions. I feel like bonds are are fine as is, and as long as it stays that way, then I don't really see me quitting because of any lost nostalgia or because of any um, bad update that I think could completely ruin my enjoyment of the game. Hey, real quick, you mentioned Bonds. Uh, I don't have a question on it, but uh, like they have this special going on right now with Bonds to where if you redeem it, you get 16 days of membership as opposed to 14. What kind of... Right. I, I'll just look at right now. Like bonds are up at what nine point five. Doesn't look like the looks like the price kind of went from like eight point three ish to about nine point five. Just looking at it. Yeah, um, they've been that high recently though, like in the past couple of weeks. So it's not really a huge spike in price. And yeah, I'm not really bothered by it. But then again, I also bought like 40 bonds uh, <laughs> for a year of membership on both my accounts for like 7.5 mil each. Oh, nice. Like, three weeks ago. So I'm set. Well, um, yeah, for me, like I almost like this game's been out for such a long time that I almost like take the question as like, is the nostalgia gone from like the release of old school, not necessarily like like RS2 or you know, like actual 2007, uh, with the plugins at least? Because, like, for me, the re- it's definitely gone from the release of old school with the plugins, but I would say like the, the method changes, like Plundering mentioned, is where the nostalgia's gone from like old 2007 days. Like, uh, I think like the only meta that's really like still. Has a bit of nostalgia left is like 4G at the quarry because people actually mined at the quarry back in 2007, but essentially everything else is totally different from there. But as far as like plugins go, the gate like I feel like I have nostalgia from like the release of old school, like when like when you guys were talking about like the rig 100 mil RC and shit. Like I have yeah, I feel like that nostalgia is totally gone. It just feels like a whole different game now with the plugins. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a very different game, and with the plugins, I mean, we can use uh, certain plugins uh, or clients to completely change the like the, the the visuals of the games where it looks like a completely different game, and then the updates itself, I think, have been more so uh, more yeah. damaging to the nostalgia or the old school feel of the game rather than any kind of plugins. But you yeah, know, like 100%. the pl- the plugins are also pretty uh, pretty messed up, like. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, love my boy JCW, but like I was watching him uh, streaming earlier today. Do uh, he was doing crafting? He was crafting emeralds while doing the uh, like the artifacts thieving, and it's like there are he's got so many different tiles. And, uh, yeah. Like there's so many different colors of tiles that he has marked and numbered, and it's like holy crap! Like that does not look like RuneScape. Yeah, and... it's it's a massive shame, Randy. The 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 client babysits you these days pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, it's a combination of a lot of different things. Whether it be the the updates that have happened to the game, the extent that plugins have taken, or just the community itself uh, evolving over time. But I don't think that necessarily makes it bad. 
Uh, I mean, I definitely don't agree with the current direction, but I think the things yeah. were very good uh, a few years ago. But I don't think that that forever gone. I think sure, like you know, based on the way that the question is worded and with how it was submitted. But I think you know, if you you come on and play the game to have fun, that's that's the goal. It's still old school RuneScape to me, bro. We're just doing different things in this day and age. Do yeah. You think, do you think the game is closer to so our uh, like RS three like when old uh, school came out? So yeah. Do you, do you think the current state of the game? And I don't know if any of us are even qualified to answer it, but it's you know for anyone uh, listening, like just ponder the question yourself. Like, are we? Is the game that we play right now? Is it more fucked than RS three was when old school came out? It's a good question because I never played RS three. I I don't I don't know. Like I mean like that we RS three had living rock caverns and shit. That was really, really bad. And like IV for AFK woodcutting, so I don't know. That's tough. For me what ruined RS three was um well before I ever became a skiller, I was primarily um making pure accounts to PK with and um EOC pretty much ruin that aspect of the game so that's when i started i guess transitioning into becoming a skiller and um yeah and other than that it was just microtransactions and dailies that, that were what really put me off of the game yeah to touch on the last question real quick um Personally, I wasn't too big into playing RuneScape 3 as like I am into old school. Like I still played. I just wasn't the player obviously I am now. But um, I feel like the progression was just a little different as opposed to now. Uh, old school seems to progress in a different way than RuneScape 3. So it's a little hard to compare it like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I never really thought about that. Is uh, old school in a worse spot now? It's definitely in a weird spot, that's for sure. But um, then to answer the nostalgia question, I also uh, personally never considered plugins too nostalgic. Like talking about this uh, question, I, I, I like I, I say that just because like they never affected my nostalgia. Like I get little bits of nostalgia just like going to Barrock, Lumbridge, stuff like that. So I guess maybe my idea of it's a little different. I don't like most of the plugins that are regularly used nowadays, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think the nostalgia for me has really disappeared. It's it's hard for me, but let me just say it quickly. It's, it's hard for me to actually get nostalgia in old school RuneScape because I am quite a fucking ancient player. Okay, this this game um, is a backup of the 2007 version, right? I started in 03, early 04, so even Navarok, Falador, etc. all looked different back then. You know, it had the pixelated bricks and shit like that. It was uh was oh three oh four. It was uh was that classic at that time or? Uh... I I started in the beta. So my friend had a had an had an account on the on the beta, and we used to share uh, the account and play. That's okay. when I first started the RS two beta, the okay. updated graphics, late oh three. Then when uh, RS two officially came out, that's when I made my account. Okay. Early oh four, I think. Long time ago now, but. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so uh, next topic we got submitted is by Faye Poppy is uh, what makes a good skiller? And uh, like, if you have a list, like who would be your top three and why? Pondering. Uh, my bad. Um, so I would say consistency is definitely the number one factor of a good skiller. Um, I guess uh, motivation and I mean I don't know I guess uh, I just life circumstances I guess really make a huge difference um, but for certain people I would say uh, well, I'm, I haven't really been involved in the high-level community for very long, but um, just from people I've, you know, just seen and been um, around, I'd probably say enjoys would be one of. Oh, he'd be up there. Um. Uh, I'm not really sure who else. Okay. I think there's a bunch of different ways uh, that you could say what makes a good skiller. I mean, you could have, like, the hyper-micro-efficient players that are consistently going for records, but, uh, and, you know, throughout the history of the HLC, we've had players that are amazing at setting records, but then... Like they're they're never going for two hundred mils or anything like that. <clears throat> so being able to be extremely good at clicking, you know, certainly makes you a good skiller. Consistency makes you a good skiller. Like Link's Titan, uh, doing what he did, uh, makes him a great skiller. And there are so many different ways. Uh, I feel like of assessing what makes someone a good skiller. Like, and I mean, that, why do you need to be a good clicker, Andy? Uh, because I feel, I, I shouldn't say you need to, I said that like there, I, I think that that's, that's one bracket that you could have, like, if we're looking at good skiller, you could see that branch off into several different, uh, like categories. And I think one of those categories would be like very good at micro efficiency. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Not that that, Spend it. not that that is the end all, certainly at all. Cause I mean got players that are not as micro efficient but they're uh very good uh long-term consistent players and they've been able to achieve a lot of success that way and then i think another thing that you could use to de determine someone like being a good skiller could like extend out from what it is that they actually they themselves do and progress in the game so like discovering new methods um the influence that they have on uh skillers as well like i think is another obviously smaller but like another branch in what could make someone a good skiller as well so i think that there's a lot of different ways that you can um assess what makes someone a good skiller but i would say probably the thing more important than any of it probably is the consistency and I don't have a list of a top three, but I'm just give a shout out. Links Titan number one. Yeah, I agree with Randy on this one. There's quite a 
bit of different ways you could go about answering this. But for me personally, just because um, I haven't been around the skilling community as long as I have in other communities, but to me, what really makes a good skiller is obviously one, the consistency, such I think everybody's going to say. But um, I actually really think you can go a little deeper into that as well. But consistency and how willing you are to put in uh, the more efficient methods. You know, uh, anybody can kind of like AFK stuff and like, no, you know, no offense to anybody that does that if that's how you like the game. But for a good skiller, you know, if you're consistently putting in uh, high level uh, methods with high level hours, that's really impressive to me. Um, and then also one thing is kind of correlates with my next uh, answer as far as top three skillers. But um, I don't think a lot of people can do this anymore. But um, my top favorite skiller is Ascent Soul. And to like kind of make it your own and to almost like make a show out of like what you're doing. I mean, I don't know how many people were even around for that anymore that are listening to this. But for the people that were obviously like that was so enjoyable just to be there. And I think that's what a lot of people lack anymore. Um, my other top favorites are uh, definitely going to be Automology. And then um, actually right now, I'm a huge fan of Onyx. <laughs> he might think I'm bullshitting him because he's in the call with us right now. But uh, yeah, man, your clicks are sick, man. I'm a really big fan. No <laughs> I swear. No no way. I appreciate it, but no way. There's, there's better yeah. people. Much better people. I mean, you um, got like, good style, though, bro. You know? <laughs> Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for me, I totally agree with, uh, with like kind of those classifications, consistency, micro and innovation. Um, I do think like, like if I had a friend starting RS or OSRS and they were like, how do like, I want to max as quick as possible. Like, how do I, how do I do this method? I feel like if you're a good player, you should be able to just do essentially any method and get one-to-one. I mean, not like if you've never done it before, but like. You, I think, like, I, I don't know, I, it's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's super good if he can't do that. I'm not saying that, like, you have to, but I don't know. So I'd say just being able to get one-to-one with, like, at least most methods in the game is uh, important, in my opinion. Um, but, like, I think of players like like DK Ho, uh, just, like, ridiculously consistent, can get essentially over one-to-one in any method he does, like, and just... Uh, Players like that are like, you know, kind of like the ideal, like links, um, as well, like the ideal just combination of all that. Um, top three links, number one, and then in no order, I would have to go, uh, JCW because the innovation plus clicks plus ridiculously consistent enjoys, of course, and uh, and Vior, which is four, but whatever. Um, yeah, I would say two things really, dedication and good concentration. If you're doing a uh, tick manipulation methods, that's about it. Really. I think I've PKing, PVMing and skilling, skilling is the least impressive. So, um, that's just me and my top, uh, I'm going to say my top two favorite skillers. Number one, um, acid soul. I thought he was very inspiring back in the day. I loved his vibe. And number two for me would be Automology, just because he cares about the game. And he's a great legendary skiller. Sure is. Yeah. I'm glad to hear we agree, Rick. Hmm? I said I'm glad to hear we agree on those two. I said so. I wonder where that boy's gone. 
Where the fuck I mean, is us to talk on? The, uh, he posted on Twitter probably like five years ago or so with some kind of, it was almost like an ominous update. Oh, let me see. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I was oh. always, I was always, um, oh, oh, really oh. intrigued by his personality. Yeah. So, okay. We, he, uh, he posted in, uh, like May of 2018. But then a few years after he posted, uh, looks like it was March of 2021. Uh, and he's got some kind of, I mean, he had some kind of health problems. Uh, it was pretty much the, like the overarching summary of whatever it was that was going on with him. It's 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 a long post in the uh mm. on his Let's check it out. from a few years ago. I'll link it to you right now. Lost in the flow of acid soul. Yeah, so there's the there's the link right there. It's a it's a long post. What about you, Sebi? What do you think makes a good skiller? Uh, it's gonna be a pretty similar opinions. Like I would say like consistency as well. I would say like a big like EHP year, like that type of consistency, not like a big week or month. Like just like Big years. So like my number one skill would be Randalicious. Oh, God bless. <laughs> no, no. Okay, but my top three would be ah! number one. <laughs> number one. I'm surprised no one said this guy. I'm really confused. I mean, Rodney Farber, right? Like, for sure. Like, I, don't I, know mean, what I, I pretty much look at him as Lynx Titan Jr. Like, really? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I missed it. What did you say, like, sorry? Five years. Uh, Links did, did that for longer, though, is the thing. Wasn't he doing like 4K, though? This goes to like 5.5 something. He was doing like 5K. I mean, when you're looking at stuff okay. now, it's certainly scaled down to what it was when he did yeah, it yeah. at the time. For but sure. he was like 5K, 5K, 5K. Yeah. I no, mean, that's Rod, true. Like, Rodney definitely deserves to have, get praise, though. You know, don't take it that way. But, but uh, I would also say number two, it's between Bailey and uh, Lynx, but I'll probably go with Lynx number two and Bailey number three. I'm surprised not Bailey, but I I was gonna say another thing is like like actually like planning out your route and stuff because yeah, that's one thing like Randy, you were so good at like the macro of just like not you know minimizing that time loss was uh is it is a you know really good quality to have and care about but it's also yeah. interesting like someone touched upon like innovation yeah i did like, i'm not sure like who invented what like who came up with like firebonds who came up with like free tech who came up with like one tick chance i don't know these things but like i feel like if you can come up like how to one tick you're definitely good at scaling like you can like figure out the method like that's like peak knowledge right yeah it's like if you have actually innovate what's it called innovated if you've actually innovated the method i think you're a great skiller like i don't care who you are like if you innovate that method that's actually used you're definitely a good skiller yeah, yeah. And there's there's a lot of different methods that people have developed over time and it's it's not that's one thing about like skilling is it's not really as well documented as like who created what method like um when we won the i'm not sure which skilling cup it was after that we won but after one of the skilling cup uh championships that we had um 
like Solus was trying to figure out how we did what we did for wood cutting, and that kind of ended up leading to development in like mining becoming um uh like like herb and tar methods started to be uh pop up as a thing from that um uh, and i don't know who particular would be most responsible or get credited with that but like i know that like aj was one of like the people at the forefront of, of trying to replicate what uh trance ned and i had done for woodcutting so like there's and yeah like fire blinding is amazing uh like drary was one of the people that like was the like first person that i had seen that had figured out that you could like one tick karams for you know a ton of xp per hour and this is you know 10 years ago when it was the, german it was, right randy uh might have been yeah i mean he's from europe that's what i know i remember but, he had like long curly brown hair sorry go on there but yeah, I yeah like he he was an uh incredibly uh innovative uh skiller at the time you know more than 10 years ago like people have no idea how hard it was to one tick karams back then like you had to literally use like 14 different keys on your keyboard with ahk to be able to do it whereas right now it's hold down the fucking space bar and move your inventory <laughs> as close as you can possibly have to it so like you know like <laughs> you guys that are one ticking now ain't built yeah. the same as uh, he was so yeah there's a uh, i mean they they're I think that makes you a good skiller as well. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Pizeri, <laughs> definitely one of the, another one of those people who's pushing the boundaries of uh, what anyone even thought was like possible. Really. Oh my god, I've forgotten about Pizeri. The last time I seen him was at the Dead Man Mode Invitational, and boy was smashed on on a sofa, passed out. Person? Yeah, oh, okay. Pizeri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mixed race dude, quite small, even smaller than me. Yeah, a nice guy. I think he had a um, anime profile picture on his Twitter. That I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember him. He banished too, did he not? Yep. Yeah, he used to come to the Dead Man Mode Invitationals in Leicester back in the day. Okay. But he would pass out every time from drinking too much, bless him. But he was a lovely <laughs> chap. That's funny. What a beast. All right. So Wait, was uh, he? A, sorry, was he a good skiller? I I don't know oh, much about oh, him. I just fuck, remember his yeah, name. He's, he's, yeah, he's he's one of the best. Like when I had mentioned, like there are people that are like really great clickers, but they had no consistency whatsoever. Oh like, shit! Yeah. That that guy would be like one of the like probably ten names that would come to mind. Yeah. Like under that, like Ned Flanders obviously is another one. Oh my boy, Ned! Um, we used to ask these together. Yeah, is, is he still around, Randy? No, no, he, that man's been gone for a long time. Did he? Oh, hey, and I real miss... quick, did he? How? No disrespect, but how often did he lap you? That man was. Nah, nah, he he was faster, but not by much. <clears throat> he, he that guy could click. Yeah, I was I was fast back in my day, but not as fast as Ned. No one was really. Yeah. I don't remember him lapping me though. I'm, I'm a humble dude. I'd admit that if he okay. did, but I don't remember okay. him lapping me. Not in my early twenties, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, uh, got a topic of something from Onyx was, uh, what is your biggest strength or weakness, like as a player, uh, in in the game? Would you say? Like what you know, I mean, we were just talking about like what makes a skiller good, and like some of those traits that you might 
might have or maybe you have something else that you're good at or bad at what do you think me personally my strengths i think is um i do have a lot of drive for a lot of things um especially because i think i've pretty much branched out into like every aspect this game has to offer so like you know if something bores me which isn't very frequently but i can you know go do other things and quite enjoy like i said like every aspect of the game but ultimately i think i have a lot of drive my biggest weakness right now though is um unfortunately through all the years i have been playing runescape i've developed uh quite a number of health and posture problems so it's very hard for me right now to play consistently like uh oftentimes when i'm not playing runescape i'm kind of like out trying to like exercise and do things so when i get home i can play runescape you know to kind of incentivize how much i actually like the game but you yeah, yeah, heard miller oh yeah man I, I actually use it a little more for work like i got so many different setups right and it's, it's ridiculous man I, I, you know sammy right like i got the sammy yeah. <laughs> I, I love my herman miller bro i got the embody Oh, Logitech yeah, and buddy. Cool. Yeah, You're... that that one is uh like the the peak peak of uh yeah. chairs. I have the uh the Aeron. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. The Aeron's a good show. I got a head attachment for it. Yeah. But uh, that that M body man, that's uh bro. me a, I a few I of us streamers in stock nearby and I didn't want to you know like my, my my biggest thing when I was buying it <laughs> I, I completely off topic but uh yeah like I, when, when i was buying the chair it was like all right like i don't want to drop like you know 1500 or 2k whatever i mean it's an expensive chair for the uh the m body i don't want to pay that much and sit in the chair and not like it you know like i, yeah. I want to be able to feel this before i buy it and i there was just no there was no place nearby that i could test one out but there was just, uh just gotta wing it well, <laughs> I ended <laughs> up uh, finding it was like a local, uh, almost like a liquidator type uh, uh, facility that they bought like all these, uh, like these Herman Miller Aerons from like some, like some big business in Chicago or something like uh, either they got all new chairs, they went bankrupt or whatever. And like this company then bought probably like 500 of these Aerons from them. Uh, and then we're then reselling them afterwards. So, like, I sat in, uh, you know, several of them. I think mine was a couple years old when I bought it. But, dude, I sat in this Aeron that was, like, and it has the manufacture date on the bottom of it. This thing was 18 years old. And 18? 18, dude. It was... Uh, Randy, do you know how many farts that chair has tanked? Oh, I'm, I'm 18 sure years. He's got the air on, though. I'm sure it's quite okay. the number. But, uh, like, I so, like, I sat in the chair and I was like, damn, like, this does not feel bad. And it's 18 yep. years old. Bro, it's a 12-year so, so wa so warranty. Was what, that was what sold me on it. <laughs> I mean, I bought a newer one, but, <clears throat> like, I was like, you know what? Uh, if this chair is this comfy and... 10 years i'll be happy with it right that's like an 11 or 12 year warranty anything that goes wrong yeah. with it they fucking replace it for free it's amazing yeah yeah I, I thought it was a lot of hype before i did end up uh like you know because anytime i'd be looking online everyone's like always talking about like herman miller is the way to go and i was like uh you, not not just herman miller just a ergonomic chair i i long you know i long for the day these cringy race chairs die out, man, because they're <laughs> shit for us. They're car yeah. seats, man. They're car seats. The trend should be ergonomic chairs. 
I had a couple of them. She has uh, like car- I had a couple of them car seats. They were all like cheap hundred and t- like ten dollar ones though. Not not spectacular at all. Right. When you go to high end offices and places like that, they're all sat on ergonomic chairs or Herman Millers. They're not in car seats. You know, <laughs> it's true though, bro. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. They're uh, and that's, that's that's something that they had at. Uh... <laughs> After after this, let's actually get back on the topic. But uh, <laughs> sorry, the uh, um, like the offices that we have um, that are connected to us, uh, they like their dispatch center. They got these like super. I don't I don't know the type of chairs that they were, but they were like two thousand dollars per chair, and uh, it was you know something something about like it's cheaper to for them to buy like a two thousand dollar chair. And uh, and get like these really expensive standing desks than it is to not have an ideal ergonomic situation, and then all of a sudden someone sues because of the workplace conditions. Yeah, uh, you know, destroy my body, but I don't know what. But tax write off too. Uh I don't. Maybe. I don't know if the government can do a tax write off. I'm not sure, but. Rig, what would you say your biggest strength and weakness is as a player? Biggest uh, biggest strength, I mean, I wouldn't really call it a strength. Most of RuneScape players have it, but just solid dedication is my strength. It's always been my strength. My biggest weakness, I guess this is purely to do because I'm a streamer, bro, but performance anxiety. Any content mm. that I've not done before, I have a real hard time sinking my teeth into it. Just get really nervous. Um. Yeah, performance anxiety, bro. Uh, I would say, like, for me, my biggest uh, strength is probably. I wouldn't say now because I'm certainly not uh in shape right now. Like runes. <laughs> I say that like fucking fitness, like RuneScape shape. <laughs> but uh, I, would, I would say like consistency because you know I played about around like forty to. I mean, it was probably between like 45 to 55 hours a week for eight and a half years. And uh, although like I did try to be as, not all skills, but I did try to be uh, fairly efficient. Uh, it was more so the consistency was why I was able to be able to get 200 mil all. And uh, like being able to multitask, uh, whether it be playing other accounts or like, I mean, I played a lot on mobile as well. So I would just say like, is consistency to the grind uh that would take the big biggest weakness uh after trying my hand in a few areas of the game and uh having done desert treasure 2 a couple uh maybe about a month ago or so at this point i'd definitely say um i mean i know that i can't pvp at all but i would like to work on getting better at pvming All right, uh, oh, Done. I think I'm, yeah, I'm the next. Um, yeah, for me, I would say biggest strength is like I'm like okay at micro, uh, and my biggest weakness I would say is like just like unwillingness to adapt. Like, I absolutely should make uh some RS three alts because they're just they're just so much better for GP and shit, but. I just I just don't like it. Like should have done services back and when they were allowed. Just didn't didn't want to. Like 
and uh, I have nothing against people who do. I don't. I like or who did and stuff. But I like. I respect it and acknowledge that it's just a better way to play. But I just like am kind of too stuck in my ways. I think, and then I'm also like uh, sometimes just get a uh, get pretty inconsistent. But yeah. All right, my turn, I guess. Um, I would say my biggest strengths would be, I guess, being a neat. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was fun. Go ahead. The dream. Um, I've always kind of played a lot and been able to play a lot without getting too bored or not wanting to play like i mean but in the in the in the past it's just been like casual methods like i remember doing a five mil mining month at ml mlm um a four mil room crafting week at or five mil mining week at mlm a four mil room crafting week at zaya bloods i can so smell I can smell this. I can, I can just smell it. But it's like 100-hour casual methods, so I've, I've always kind of been able to put in those hours, but sort of recently, I guess in the past year and a half or so, I've been getting more into a more efficient skilling, and yeah, that's kind of that's really helped me. And I'd say my weaknesses are... Um, when I'm not in a good life situation to really play a lot, I feel very unmotivated because seeing a lower number on the temple page or whatever, or my total XP or whatever going up slower just feels bad and kind of feels like a waste of time. So I just kind of preoccupy myself with other things. And but when I'm able to play a lot, then I'm usually pretty consistent as well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and I'm terrible at anything that has to do with combat. Like I died while doing the bar crawl thing. <laughs> like last what? year. How? Hold on. How? I was looking at the wiki page or something, and. I I either talked to the wrong barbarian or he just randomly started attacking me and he killed me in like four hits, so I died. <laughs> Bro, that's not really PVM. Because you can't yeah. call it PVM. Hey, yeah, but in some scale it is. Um, oh shit. Dude, that's that, that's up there with like sick nerd dying from a fucking camel. Oh man, good times. Holy shit. You know he's made a new hardcore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fat Pair 7. Yeah. I think is the name. Right. I I recently um, found out about it, and I, I just binged it, and I'm all cut up now, so... Yeah. Really enjoying that series. He's Would be game. great to have him... Would be great to have him on the cast sometime. Yeah, I had been uh, talking to him probably about like a month ago. Uh, I was actually trying to get him and Rig on one together, but um, uh, yeah, he was uh, he was uh, pretty busy, or maybe he's uh, just teasing me. 
Uh, we uh, but... we seen each other about a month ago. He came to Manchester and we all uh, went for dinner. Me, mm-hmm. Boti, Signerd, and lots of ways. He's doing great in real life, man. He's doing great. You know, married, got a beautiful house. Looks really healthy these days. You know, I'm really happy for Adam Signerd. That's good. Good. Great. Good uh, if you happen to see him, uh, ask him uh, if he's going to be coming on one of the pods. You get, boys can come on together. Sure. Yeah, bro. But Rand- Randy, I'll, I'll one see, last I'll, thing. I'll see if I can get Trickle as well. See if we can get like almost like replicate oh, like a 2015 Amazing. podcast. Bro, <laughs> would you believe it? I, I bumped into Trickle like a year ago, Randy, in really? Manchester. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you He's know, he was with a... Out on the streets. Yeah, he came up to me and he was with a, a, a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, we had a nice little, nice little quick catch up for like five minutes. It was, it was wild. My first time seeing him in real life. Did he? Did, yeah, he, say, to... did he say, "Hey, it's Trickle"? No, no. Uh-oh. He, I, he, he didn't. He didn't. With his actual name? No, he walked up to me and he was like, "Hey, Rig," and I was like, "What's up, Trick?" Oh, I just, oh, oh shit! I, I, I just knew just it was knew. straight away. I knew, but bro, we, we spoke a lot back in the day on Teamspeak. I, I just, I'm saying, like, I, I clocked awesome. his voice. I clocked his voice instantly. That's incredible. What's up, Trey? How you doing, bro? Can, can I just say, though, before we move on, my third skiller, um, I forgot to say, my third skiller, bro, trans music, Randy, the dude yeah. was an animal in his prime. Fucking animal. You remember the RC mumps he used to do? Oh, yeah. yeah he, he was the first one to do, like, a 500 Four, plus five. month. He was the first person to do a 5K or a 5,200 year. Yeah. Like yeah, he, that dude. That was, dude was a beast. He was very far ahead. Uh, like there are people that have put up similar numbers since then, but like doing different methods and everything like that. But like he, for for the people that weren't around like eight years ago or so, like mm. that man was like, you just accepted that, that he was the best uh, clicker yeah. and grinder, like the com- like combination. Bro, I, I remember. He used to he used to live off cereal sometimes. I mean, I'm just talking out the box, no milk. Yeah, yeah. Salt- uh, saltine, he was yeah, saltines would be another big one. He'd eat a sleeve, and that would be his meal. What? Yeah. Yeah. My next question answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, bro. The dude had no life in his fucking eyes. I do remember that, bro. Trans. He had that empty fucking a thousand yard stare, bro. All he cared about was the XP, boy. Nothing else. Yeah, la- la- gotta last, respect it. Last thing on trans here is I re- I remember there was one point when I was uh like reviewing the old podcast, um th- there was something that came up and he knew like and it was some kind of like RuneScape to I don't know what it was it was some kind of RuneScape something, yeah and uh, no one else knew anything about this but he knew everything there was to know about it and it had nothing to do with skilling or anything like that and someone was like how do you know all this stuff and he was like. And he said something along the lines of like, I play this game 110 hours a week. I have literally nothing better to do. So he just like watches and lis- listen to everything that there was. It was, it was, some, yeah, it was some kind of lie. It was like, I, I literally have nothing better to do. was like what he said. Right, Randy, I don't know if you remember if this stood out, but he had a very peculiar sneeze. <laughs> can you remember? Can you remember his sneeze, Randy? I don't remember what it sounded like, but yeah, it was. Bro, uh, it, it was something like, Wah. yeah. And I'd be like, I'd be like, what the fuck was that, trance? And he was like, well, I sneezed. Yeah, but it sounded it sounded like a dying giraffe or something, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, next one we got is uh, it's from Dan. Is uh, what is your favorite piece of gameplay advice 
uh, that has ever been given to you from a fellow RuneScape player. Yeah, this was kind of interesting, actually. It's like there was one time where I was like very new to scaling. I was like, why are you making it a grandic change? And actually, Dan came up to me, like the one who submitted the question. And he told me to join Nexus. Well, yeah, that's certainly, uh, that. certainly a good <laughs> piece of advice. <laughs> yeah, ever since I joined Nexus, I just like was scaling like a lot more seriously. So. For better, for worse, that's uh, probably the advice. Um, for me, like, kind of already, like, literally just talked about it, but, like, I remember listening to those uh, Hexus podcasts and hearing Trance talk about the saltine crackers. So, like, <laughs> for, like, at least, like, three or four 30 hours that I've done, like, I've just had saltine crackers because it was Damn. so efficient. That was, a good, uh, that was a good piece of advice for sure. Um, and then, I, I don't know, probably... Uh, it's more of like a tip, but like um, JWet was kind of helped me out learning 1.5 teaks so, uh, with like a, one of the transitions. That was some nice advice. Um, I've been trying to think of a solid answer for this for a while, so my answer might be a little vague here. But um, one of my friends, the bad ideas ages ago, really pushed me to understand ticks in the game um i think that's pretty generic to say but like anybody that really wants to get better at the game i mean not just skilling but like really understanding the depth of like anything you're doing tick wise even if it seems insignificant is really good and like with that being said i think you can apply this to like pretty much anything in life but like if you think you know everything or even if you think you know enough like keep looking and you're just going to get even better, even if you don't think you will. Mm. Yeah, one of the mm. uh, things, so when I was going for 200 mil all, I, and a lot, I, a good amount of people know this, but I, like I had a spreadsheet on like pretty much everyone that was projected to finish between like 15 and like 35 or so. And uh, it wasn't just based on uh, EHP because, you know, there's different methods that people were doing. Some people would uh, be doing like four runners for um, some people do four runners for room crafting. Some people would be doing like uh, granite. Some people would be doing volcanic mine, uh, you know, agility. Some people would be doing rooftops. Some wouldn't. So like. I pretty much came up with like what was like a real EHP or like real hours gained progress type thing just because I was uh, probably in like 2018, 2019, I started getting pretty concerned that I wasn't going to be able to get top page. <clears throat> so I was uh, wanting to see like, all right, what what's it going to take for me to be able to make sure, like, do I have to change anything of what I'm doing to still make sure that I'm able to lock in top page? And I would say that, like, eventually I reached a point to where, like, I knew that I was going to be top page and I didn't check shit about shit for months. And that to me was so, <laughs> so much of a relief. <clears throat> so, like, I mean, I don't it wasn't necessarily something that any advice that someone gave to me. It was just kind of something that I just stumbled across on my own. Just stop comparing yourself to other people. Play the game to have fun. Uh, You know, yeah, we you know, clans have their short competitions and things like that. And that's, you know, healthy and fun for those durations that there are. But from a uh, overall um, standpoint, 
just stop comparing yourself to other people, uh, the progress that they make and what it is compared to you. Play the game to have fun, and you know your progress will take care of itself. Yeah, nothing really comes to my my head when it comes to uh, advice from other players. I remember a long time ago, someone said to me, "Practice makes better, not perfect." <laughs> And I've always appreciated that. Um, that's about it, really. Can't remember. Um, I have a couple. So the first one would probably be from mid-level Skilla. He is a level three free-to-play ultimate Iron Man that is probably has the most hours logged. Um, at least from 2015 or 16 onwards when free-to-play was um, released permanently. And he says, um, we were having a conversation about burnout, and he says that just having a routine of logging in every day is easier, it's easier to just keep going than it is to restart if you, have, if you end up stopping. Like, it's, e it's easier to just keep the momentum that you've got and just keep going and go as long as you can. And if you, and that's it. Because if you stop, then you're going to have to relearn, like, all of the, you know, there's just, like, a lot of, a lot that you'd have to relearn, like, even just mouse movement and clicking, you'd mm. have to relearn all of that. Um yeah, I get I get rusty pretty easy. I do if I if I'm away for like a week. So I I hear you on that one. Yeah, like I haven't properly skilled in a couple of years now that I got 200 mil all, and I'd say yeah. that you know aside from like you know like two tick woodcutting, I'd be just fine at. But like you know, like there are some other tick manipulation methods that I'm sure I would absolutely struggle on. Yeah, sorry for speaking over you, plundering. I just wanted to say that. But yeah. yeah. Um, my second was um, from someone named Strong Autism, um, a.k.a. Danish Demon. He, a, uh, he was a, a fellow le level three, um, pretty sweaty, kind of hardcore into the um, high-level community thing, um, or he was at least, and... Um, I guess he was just observing my playstyle, and uh, a long time ago, he just told me that I should stop worrying about um, GP as much, because um, with the way I was playing, it would it would just be best to do um, like solo muds, and then only have to make an average of four hundred k per hour on and off while I'm playing on the level three in order to find the rest of my 200 mil skills. It, rather than, you know, like trying to manage as many accounts as I can, playing 12 volts or whatever, I'm just not really good at multitasking that well. So I try to only have one or maybe two alts at a time. So, yeah. Just kind oh, of one. Kind One of the like many him. reasons I started an Ironman was, you know, you have to worry about GP. Sorry, plundering. 
Yeah, you're good. Um, but yeah, I just, I guess I just needed a, a different perspective and to adjust um, my expectations was really good advice. And that has helped me so much. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so now we got uh, moving on to Perilous Moons. So from the post that they had, they're, they're going to be coming out with these three demi bosses with the idea that they can be fought by multiple people at the same time. They cannot be killed as a player, and your job is to distract them to ensure they remain contained within a temple. The post states defense is the is the post offense, and they will be introducing some never before seen mechanics. How do you think something unique like this will be received? This I feel like is easy to say. This obviously it's either going to be a really good or really bad. Um, I'm very open to this actually. I like how they're trying to approach different aspects of the game like this it, it's cool it's a cool idea but um I don't, I don't know if i really like as much of how they're presenting it um like randy I, I think you'll agree with me i don't even know if this specific topic here or this specific like thing should be like something they test but i wish they would be able to like test more things with community players more like uh when you're even saying how i don't know did world? you get flown out or Oh, uh, well, just like uh, when they actually used to like fly people out to Jagex. I mean, not oh. even saying they need to do that, but it just seemed way more engaging. And I wish when they were, um, because they even admit in this, like they even said in the question, this is something very new. I just wish they seemed a little more eager to show people what it's all about. Because for me, I'm trying to be a little more optimistic about this game. But, you know, I'm also on the side where like, you know, forestry wasn't too great. Not that we need to get all on that, but it's like, oh, my God, I, yeah. I would like to see some other things fall in order before we take a big leap like this. But again, I, I do want to stress, I, I, I think it can be good. So the Demi Bosses of the Perilous Moons. Um, it's mostly like mid-level, like niche um, gear sets, I guess. Yeah, it's it's definitely like aim to be more mid-level from what I was reading. Um, I'm just doing some quick checking. Just wanted to look at, like, the stat requirements and stuff. Yeah, so, like, when they... And we'll, we'll get into talking about, like, the stat stuff for it, but they uh, posted some stuff. There's three different sets uh, on, like... Uh, that they have for it. One like focused on magic, one focused on range, one and one on magic. And uh like when I saw them posted on Twitter, the feedback was pretty brutal. Uh here's one thing like was was the Prillis Moons was this on their uh and I and I'm asking because I don't remember. Was this on the roadmap that they had? No, it was not. Oh, uh, unless this is um Varlamore, I guess it kind of is. I was going to say, I think they would kind of group it in with something a little more vague. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. I don't know, as you're looking on that planner, and so, like, I, I think that coming out with new ideas is, uh, I mean, it, <laughs> I shouldn't say good, because forestry, again, was a new idea, but uh, <laughs> I think having, uh, attempting a new mechanic 
uh, isn't a bad idea. And I mean, like, again, like I talked about it, like in the introduction for the podcast, I feel like there's just way too much going on right now that this is kind of seems unnecessary, but, um, I mean, I don't see anything for me that, uh, like I, I'm not seeing any red flags, uh, from like what I, uh, have reviewed on this, uh, so far. So I think that, uh, in implementing new mechanics it is interesting because the, with how relatively simple the game is and i mean like we we can see how how much they've expanded on pvming mechanics um it's interesting yeah for like such a simple game how much they've been able to expand and i'm curious to see what kind of skill it will take to be able to handle the new mechanics um, on the blood rage, uh, well, actually, you said we we're going to talk about more about this sets later, but yeah, the original question was, uh, what was the original question? How do you think something unique like this will be received? Like referring to the, uh, the never before seen mechanics and, uh, that your goal is to not even kill them just to distract them. Um, I don't know about distracting them. Well, it really depends on how they implement it. Like, if it kind of makes sense, like, I'm not sure how I could give an example of how it would make sense, but, like, if, if there were, like, some type of um, environmental type thing that would then kill the demi-bosses, by you outlasting the boss long enough for whatever was set up so that they could then be killed, I guess. I guess that could make sense. It would seem kind of similar to like a skilling boss, but if it, I mean, skilling bosses also don't really, you don't really involve any HP or anything. So, I mean, I guess it could work, but, um, I don't know. It really depends on how they balance it, really. And um, avoiding making things too complicated for newer players. Because I feel like overwhelming players with too many different options can be a bad thing sometimes. Um, yeah, like, I th I think that it's interesting, and, like, I do like, though, because, like, from what I understand, it's, like, like you guys are saying, like, mid-level, I will, like, it shouldn't have to be this way, but, like, knowing how much shit comes out that's just not tested, at least, if they're trying out new mechanics, it's not supposed to be, like, the, uh, you know, top three warrants. Hour. Yeah, it's the highest level content, yeah, like, I, like, it's, a set, it's like, basically just gonna be a beta tests but at least it's you know at mid-level content like i think that's a good way to introduce it because then if it works well they can probably utilize it with higher level content down the road but it's better to introduce it as mid-level since like we just get everything introduced <clears throat> essentially without any beta testing it feels like most of the times yeah yeah i agree All right. Yeah, I mean, like, with those three different reward sets, I'm curious uh, 
like where those will even be useful for and like what kind of you what kind of uses like will come from it i don't know i saw someone yeah. said that like uh like some of the most upvoted response and we'll, we'll move on after this <clears throat> but like some of the feedback on twitter was pretty brutal like some of the most upvoted responses or and here's the thing i don't know if it's changed in the last few days since they you know have been pumping out some like so like at the time uh that i put this together uh like some of the most upvoted comments were t like criticizing a new defender uh that is a mega buff and like further diminishes the scythe uh the details are super complex some people say that it looks like it belongs in another game and that there's just way too many bloated items being added that like a lot of it is unnecessary was what the like top uh like liked comments that i saw on twitter were regarding the like the reward space with the different sets uh and stuff that they have for that but uh another thing that's also uh, gonna be coming out this one though looks like it might be a little bit better though uh is the fortis coliseum so uh from what they posted about the fortis coliseum is uh old school runescape's third uh wave-based mini game following the fiery footsteps of the fight case in the inferno uh they advertised uh, that it is also being highly repeatable PVM content with a high skill ceiling and a steep difficulty curve. So the big ticket uh, untradeable reward is a new best in slot offering in your quiver slot. The quiver has the highest range attack bonus and can also hold at least two types of ammo. So... What do you think about uh, the reward of the the new, like their 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 big reward for the ammo quiver? Um, I I probably don't know enough about PVM to like make a great a great uh, opinion on this, but I think it sounds cool. I I think that the idea of a coliseum is like a really cool concept for waves as a, um, and then also just that make like. Like you had mentioned that mechanic of like randomized waves and shit sounds like that'll be a a pretty cool way to test um like a you know a higher skill set because it, you know if you uh I guess it maybe it'll end hopefully it's not just like some RNG where you just get lucky with like an easier wave but well I think that there's gonna it... be like a pause in between the waves not at, like whereas like the inferno and fight caves yeah. are. Like they're gonna be like different every time, apparently. Yeah, just that, that I don't to, like I don't PVM nearly enough to I don't PVM at all, but nearly enough to uh, have like a great opinion. But I think it sounds pretty fucking sick. But yeah, I also think it it sounds really cool. Even though I'm probably not gonna be able to do it because I'm bad, but um, yeah, like it's plus two range. Uh, strength if it's charged and that's like barely one or two max hits with the Tebow and max gear and I think it actually makes the new best of slot ring actually worth getting because of the way max hits are calculated so it'll be useful and it also um, frees inventory slots for switching between the Tebow and the Zerite crossbow so that's also like a really great quality of life and 
you can also use it without having Dragon Slayer 2 done, but it just get the extra plus 10 or plus 20 ranged attack if it's charged, or the, and the plus 1 or plus 2 ranged strength is added to the accumulator instead of the assembler if you don't have Dragon Slayer 2 done, so... It's also a buff for, like, lower, um, like, different kind of builds for, I guess, PKing and stuff, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, like, the skill ceiling thing, like, and the, um, randomization thing sounds really cool, like, having a really high skill ceiling. It'll be really, um, fun watching, like, the high-level, um, streamers and, um, YouTubers attempting, like, trying to get the highest score. I think they're going to be calling it Glory. It's going to be, like, the rating that it's going to be, like, a high score is on Glory. And it's going to be cool seeing how high people can push that number. And also, if people can even complete the um, waves in the first day or two, like, with what happened with the Inferno. Yeah, because I think it took Wooks like four days, three days. Yeah, something like that. So, and that brings like a lot of hype to the game because, you know, like, just it just brings like good advertisement for the game and that's always good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the update and I think it's, it's a good, it's a good move. But can I just quickly say... Everything looks awesome, but the new range backpack, it's uh, it requires charges. And I've uh, noticed yeah. that the Dragex have been really uh, focusing on chargeable shit recently, especially in forestry, right? It doesn't, like half have, the it doesn't have to be charged. It can be uncharged, and you get a plus one ranged and plus ten ranged attack. And if it's charged, you get a plus two and plus twenty. You get the full benefits if it's fully charged, right? In order for it yeah. to be best, it needs to be fully charged. So it's going to yeah. give people incentive to keep it charged, right? Right. I don't. I, I don't know. What do What do you think of that? I think it's cool. I think it's like the Eladinus Ward and Missouri. You can wear it without it being charged or upgraded at lower stats and get a lower benefit, and it's still best in slot, but not. It's it's second best in slot, but it's best in slot over what was previously best in slot. So it's still better, but not as great as it could be when it's uncharged. And I think that's great. Yeah, opinion. solid. Solid. That way, yeah. that way you can not grind the chargeable shit and you don't have to feel um, like obligated to do all that shit if you don't want to. But if you, you can, if you want to, and that's, and everybody's getting like more DPS. So everybody's happy and, you know, there's not really, there's not really a concern there for me. I mean, at the same time, though, like if you're, this is, seems like a high level reward, which means the people using it are going to be high level PVMers. That sounds like a pain in the ass if you're to charge it all the time to me. But I don't know. I don't really care too much, I guess. But like, if you're, if you're like top level PVMing and you're not going to want to settle for like second rate, which so then it just feels I I would feel like it would be a chore. Yeah, personally, that's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to say. Here, you know. They just have to have the charge cap be, like, really high. Oh, and they also mentioned making it um, corruptible, so that's also... Oh, 
Okay. So, yeah. I forgot about that part. Oh, sweet. I think everything looks really good with it. Uh, you know, they've had a lot of updates that I've had some skepticism of prior to release, but this is one of the ones that I have a lot of confidence in that they'll do to a very high level. You know, I think that the Inferno is one of the best updates that they've ever come out with. Uh, I agree. In the history of the game. And uh, I think like Kieran had a whole lot to do with that. I'm sure you, I don't know if he's going to, how involved he's going to be in this. I'm sure he'll be uh, quite involved with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of faith in this being uh, done uh, really well. They have, I obviously I'm not some big time PVMer. I'm only rank one and one of the PVM bosses. But um, I don't remember the last time they've come out with like a big PVM update that has like not been good. You know, like they, they, they tend to kind of hit on most all pvm updates that they come out with and this being such a uh such a uh, important i would say part of this varlamore expansion uh i think that they're going to do really well with this uh, i'm excited to see how it's going to go mm. and i think that yeah having the uh having it be a quiver slot they definitely talk to some like real big time pvmers i feel to be able to come up with that as the as something as opposed to just like a new cape, which would have been in line with the the fight caves uh, and the inferno, just like upgraded uh, version of what was already in the game. So I think that this is really good. The yeah, the new best in slot for the quiver, and then also it being able to act as the uh, uh, being able to carry multiple ammo types. Yeah, like when Plundering was mentioning like the T bow to the Zarya crossbow switch. Yeah, like you know, from the PVMing that I had done uh, a couple just a couple weeks ago, uh, that was one of the things that uh, like did kind of suck as I was uh, doing some bossing was switching between the two, and being able to have that just I mean a little quality of life type thing. But I mean, with how difficult this is going to be, like it's not like it's going to be a huge benefit to the guys that are that good at pvming in the first place but I, I really like what they're what they're doing with this just kind of really everything involved with the fortis coliseum big support this is for me a really good opportunity to kind of restore some faith in me um again i am trying to have a lot of optimism with this update you know i think they can do it good um this is kind of a new team though in a sense you know uh chambers inferno tob all that stuff was uh done in a different time period so if they do this good um i think for myself and a lot of people this would restore a lot of faith in them um as far as some of the other like bosses that have come out recently i'm not saying they're bad but um i don't know they're definitely not up to par with like some of the pvm that i really enjoyed like when chambers was out tom you know i mean to compare that stuff and like some of the desert treasure 2 stuff or even tulla you know it's very very hard so I hope they make this really difficult um, because this also guns on to my next, my next subject. Um, I wish they would kind of also stray away from range strength as much. Um, not saying that obviously the game doesn't need to progress, but I, I wish more people could appreciate other small things that pieces of content could give. Um, the attack bonus and like the two types of ammo being held, I think it can be a very good perk in itself. But people are just so used to everything needing strength bonus in a sense to where it's like, just, I don't think people realize like how powerful range really is. I mean, 
rigor has been in game for so long and again like that that's just so busted and crazy to think that that came out when it did and then we just have this progression that continues with range strength so again ultimately i am very supportive of this i hope it's great uh i don't know i just really hope they do it right that's all i want to say hey all right first of all like what's the incentive with this like two different arrows to a different ammo like what would that be used for so like I was kind of explained before, like if you were to use a twisted bow and a Zarite crossbow, you have to switch your ammo types uh, to be able to use that Zarite crossbow spec. You won't need to uh, switch your ammo now. To get a mix, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I personally, I, I just like, okay, I, I hear you guys really like this, but personally, like, it reminds me a lot of Inferno, which is stated, and like, I'm not a fan of Inferno. <laughs> Why? The way with all these like cape buyers and everything, I think it's like insanely oh. bad for the game. And I think this is like RWT or so like super happy with this, obviously, because they're just gonna like uh, you know get these like capes for people and then like RWT the GP like Inferno capes and uh, I just don't think it's good for the game. I really don't. It's just. I feel like, like that is inevitable, small, though. I think that's such a small uh, element. No, of the but game. you look at like how many people buy infernal capes. Like, what's that? Like fifty cent at least. I don't know. I like, mean, of the people with two hundred mil all, there's one person that did. But <clears throat> I think but, um, excluding I think like the rewards, isn't like the they have they're gonna have like leaderboards and shit, right? So like time like yeah. time ranks. That's pretty cool. And like you're you're not gonna. I don't think people would buy a buy like a rake in that. So that'll be I think that'll be cool like no matter what. Yeah, and also like this like range shoulder been strong enough and everything, like I don't know, but not a fun at all. Oh, it's been like six years since uh, Inferno came out. Like it's been it's been a good amount of time. I think it's I think it's not time. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, I don't think that just because there's cheaters um, in the game that we should. Uh, but I tell you what, okay, that we should uh, we should avoid adding fun content. For I agree. Legitimate. I 100% agree too. I agree. Okay, there's cheaters in every it, aspect of the game. If they're gonna add it, I think they need to like force because uh, Jack's account isn't forced, right? You don't need Jack's account to play the game, right? They're making it, it that eventually. Mandatory eventually. If this update and like really bad the cheaters, I think it's fine. Because like with Jack's account, it's really easy to spot cheaters. I think. So if uh, they force Jack's account before this, I think it's fine. Really easy to spot cheaters. Did you say? I think half the game bots right now. Like with Jack's account, it's easy, right? Because like if you look in someone else's account, it's not on your Jack's account, so it should be easy to spot. I remember hearing I'm like sure they figured out somewhere that they thought like one to JX accounts were like mandatory. Thought it'd be easier to detect bots. I think I heard somewhere. Oh, well, like recently, but the they thing just... with X accounts, right? Let's let's say you detect a bot, like a bot farm with twenty accounts, because it picks at twenty accounts, which is yeah. good for bots because they have more than twenty accounts, right? But hmm. you see, like one account botting, you can spend all twenty instantly, right? Like, if they make it really strict, where, like, if someone bots, just ban all accounts on Jack's account. Like, I think they'll, like, eliminate bots. Like, just perma-ban all accounts instantly. They always find a way, though, brother. 
Yeah, I'm but, sure they do. Pop makers always find a way. Tagax is making bank off those people too, though. Yep. They don't want to ban them all. Right. Yeah. I, I, you actually make a fair point there. I can see the definitely makes money there. I hate it. It also gives up the play. Let's make Jagex bank. Yeah. Absolute mm -hmm. bank. Millions. Yeah, they, they, I didn't think of it like that, but yeah. if they really wanted to with Jagex account, they, I definitely think they could like ban bots really easily. I wish they would take a little more action in the hot, because like, Seb, you did bring up a really good point. I, mean, I don't think there's any cold-cut solution here, but like, if they took a little more action to ban like more of the high-level content, that would be really nice, because me, personally, it's something that definitely deterred me from that aspect of the game. Not that I don't still enjoy it, but that's mm. pretty much all I used to do is PVM way back when. Okay. So, yeah. move, moving on on the next uh, topic for the Fortis Coliseum, we got uh, some of the additional rewards that they're going to be having. Uh, one's a charged range weapon that drains the target's defense by 20% of their magic level. Uh, some Sunfire Fanatic Armor, which would be the best in slot prayer gear. An upgrade. Uh, and new Sunfire Dust and, uh, Sunfire Dust and Runes. So... What do you think of the other content rewards that are being offered from the Fortis Coliseum? Uh, I these I feel like I'm a little more wary of. Like, I just sounds like that could it could be like like I don't know. I maybe I just don't know. I didn't read enough about the Sunfire Runes and shit. But like, I I I could just see it. You know, it sounds like it's just really meta changing with a lot of that stuff. Or I mean, like the runes. Um. I don't know enough about PVM for some of the other things, but I think the the upgraded proselyte idea is a good thought, in my opinion. Like it'd be kind of nice at yeah. Vires. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that's a pretty cool idea. I know they in, like the most recent poll they like shifted the the re the benefits of that armor um, a little bit. They're like have like the either or, and I would I probably prefer the upgraded proselyte. Uh, just because they say this is a little more infernal like i think it's a little odd that they have so many things coming from it um not too big like on the runes and like uh i think there was like a bow or something too if i'm not mistaken but um yeah yeah okay, I'm reading it charged range weapon uh, and, and, and like i don't know i'm not too big on that stuff but i, I just think it could be better in other aspects of the game rather than trying to seemingly cram everything in here i mean when it comes out maybe i'm wrong maybe it will seem a little more in place but uh you know i, I like for example the upgraded proselyte awesome idea but it seems a little weird that it's coming from a place like this claiming that it's you know inferno like but yeah, yeah. that's a good point so, for sure um i i think the uh the range weapon is kind of cool because um it lowers the target's defense by 20% of their magic level. So basically, if the Tebow is good there, then this won't be good at that boss. And um, for the Sunfire Dust and Runes, I think that's cool because um, that's like 10% minimum hit, I think was the effect that you could give the um 
Tome of Fire, you, you made the burnt pages into searing pages, and then you'd get a 10% minimum hit on the, um, I guess, whatever fire spell you're casting. So that's pretty nice. I don't think that's a huge um, um, meta changer or anything. It, but the only problem would be like what the process of creating the runes would be, I guess. And yeah, also buy burnt pages because yeah, from merch advice right there. All right. Um. um go ahead. Firstly, I, I kind of like this though, because like for those who like actually doesn't cheat, you can now make money here, right? So you don't just get the cape and then leave the place forever. You can actually like if you enjoy the content, you can stay. <clears throat> and I'm assuming these other items are tradable, so like it's actually yeah, go for quite a bit. You that's can what I'm really trying point, to say. Really. That, like highly repeatable PVM content. That is a yeah. good point. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. That actually kind of changed my view a little bit on it. Yeah, because like, if you really enjoy the content, now you actually get rewarded for doing it. So I think that's great. And if they do it right, too, because, like, I don't know, it is, like, Inferno is basically just a money sink in a sense, you know? Well, are, they, are they a pet to this as well, or no? Uh, I don't I read anything. Or... Yeah, I don't remember reading anything either like that. I would assume they would, though, for something high level like that. That's usual to just do this other pet to give us a reason to the content. Yeah, anything to make Casey keep grinding. <laughs> Alright. Um So it sounds like it's gonna be even more difficult than the Inferno based on what they're saying. Uh, are you gonna be attempting this? Uh and also just additionally, like, have you tried the Inferno? How how have you fared there if you've tried? Um, no, I'm not going to attempt it, most likely. Um, I've never tried Inferno, and I've only successfully gotten a fire cape once, and that was with the pre-nerf blowpipe. So, no. Uh, 110% I will. I'm very excited again for this, if they do it right. Um, I have fared very well with the Inferno in the past. Uh, originally, it took me a very long time to really grasp it. But uh, I've done room crossbow, infernal capes. Uh, I've done, you know, successfully Tebow capes. Oh yeah, multiple times. Um, but I think for this, oh, sorry, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. There was one other thing I wanted to say. Um, if I can think of it, I'll come back to it. I'm kind of blanking, <laughs> but yeah, very excited for this. I hope they do it right. Uh. I probably won't be attempting it. I'd be shocked if I did. Uh, I've really only attempted the Inferno a couple times, uh, and never once did I ever attempt it with any plans of progressing in any kind of capacity. With I've never watched a guide or anything on it either. I think I got to like wave seven or something like that and then died. <clears throat> uh, although maybe as sailing development goes on, I might uh, get... Um, an inferno cape just in case having a and i mean i guess that could then maybe apply to this and that matter is like 
I don't know, like there there could be potential that having that untradeable best in slot item could be beneficial to have as part of sailing. Unlikely, but maybe. But I don't know. We'll see as the development where it goes. I did remember what I was going to say really quick as well. Um, very excited to see uh, because Inferno pushed a lot of people. So I'm very curious to see what level this will push people to if it's capable of. Like the Inferno has molded a lot of things in this game that I don't think a lot of people even realize. Like just understanding mechanics from certain things like that. So I think yeah. a lot of people should be excited for stuff like that. Yeah, Inferno definitely transforms a player, doesn't it? By definitely. the time they've got the cape, they become a different PVMer. Even learning it, I mean, there's so yeah. much in there that you can put in every part of the game. I mean, many attributes, you know, go into the Inferno. Understanding of your surroundings, reactions, prayer management. You know, keeping control of your emotions. You know, so much goes into achieving an Inferno cape, which I've come to realize. Uh, yeah, personally, never really tried Inferno. Like, I did it a bit on release, but, like, nothing, like, anywhere near close to completion at all. And, uh, I mean, after all, if I want to keep playing the game, I'll have a lot of time, so I can see myself tempting this at some point, for sure, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've never tried the Inferno. Had absolutely no reason to, but I'm, like, I'm... I'm really excited to try it though. I want to do it. Like I want to learn that content. Um, be like when I get to Slayer. So after gathers, like, so I'm pretty excited to try it, and I'll probably try this as well if the rewards are like worth it for for what I uh, would do. Cool. Yeah, I would. Def I would definitely give it a shot sometime in the future. Inferno. I attempted it five times on my main and got to wave fifty plus every time my pb was wave That's 59 yeah and right. the reason why i stopped performance anxiety when you stream it <laughs> fuck me it feels different when you have like oh, 300 plus have, you, have you tried without streaming no because because obviously i content like that you want to stream it randy you know yeah but you know especially being full-time but my god does it feel different um well, I, I, I've never tried it off stream, but it must feel different, right? When you've got like 300 plus people watching your every fucking move. Um, yeah, yeah, performance, anxiety. Got... Backseat gaming. I, I, I welcome that, though, because I have a lot to learn about the Infernal, bro. But yeah, performance, anxiety got in the way. And then I just went back to getting 200 mil Slayer. To be fair, though, proper best in slot gear was not my priority back then. It was 200 mil Slayer. Um, I'm an Iron Man, though whole different story my aspirations is to get better at the game i don't want to stay shit so i, I will definitely be giving inferno another crack on my iron man oh that'll be fun yeah for sure it's one of my primary goals is there any gear that you're going to try to get first before uh yeah. further attempting it yeah i'm going for both for inferno so i need the bofa i want rigor augury and probably the ancient scepter and then attempts will start on the roll oh, good luck what about the um Desaturated heart, bro. Getting that on an Iron Man could take like a year plus. It, it could take a long time. It did. It, it helps. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's necessary. I, I probably just get like ninety nine magic through Slayer, and if you don't get it, then just do it anyway. And um, if you get yeah, it, I'm maxed. Oh no, never mind then. 
Wait, it's yeah. not even worth like a brew. Exactly. Uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking. But it it could take forever on an Iron Man just for this little buff for the Inferno. I just don't really think it's worth my time. But what do I know? I think the brew is more worth it, especially if you're learning. I mean, not yeah. hard to do, but it's not really gonna carry yeah, you, you through anything. For sure, man. You just want to go as deep as you can, right, and uh, learn more. Yeah, everybody always yeah. says like the most you can learn out of it's the best as you go. Even if you lose, use all yeah. your brews of it. That's right. You have the room pouch, the divine one. Mm-hmm. I do. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a must, bro. That's so nice. Oh yeah, I need, I need to get that. It's so good, Randy. Life changing. Yeah. All right, so moving on, uh, we got the Jagex launcher, Jagex accounts. Uh, they had some news posts about like cybersecurity month, and uh, you know I'm also going to be referencing like some uh, Jagex account posts that they had in July. But uh, the for the Jagex accounts, Jagex launcher thing, uh, they had a uh, beta that came out in March. Uh, so. As we were talking about it, just uh, did you participate in the beta before it becomes man? Like so, like it's gonna be mandatory soon. But uh, did you participate in the beta before it became mandatory for the accounts? If so, what do you think about what did you think about it during the initial process? In their post in July, they stated eighty four percent of players with a Jagex account stated that they had a positive experience. If you did use it. Are you part of that 84%? What kind of feedback would you have? Um, no, I did not use it. I've kind of, I feel like I've, I've heard somewhat mixed things, but recently I've heard like a lot more positive than negative. So, um, yeah, I guess we have more questions about it later. So yeah, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard kind of mixed things, but like I said, mostly good. I didn't participate either, so I'll be brief when I say this. The only thing I have heard problem-wise is uh, people that if the account, you know, it, if their account they've had for a long time, but like say like a friend of theirs gave it to them a long time ago, uh, I've heard that there's issues with like account recovery like that. But other than that, I really haven't heard any, you know, bad things about it or anything. Um, uh, no, I didn't participate in the beta before it became mandatory. And what was the other part of the question? Uh, well, if you didn't participate in it, then uh, <laughs> then, then the rest of it doesn't really matter. All right, never mind. I didn't participate in the beta, but nah, so far so good, brother. I think Jagex has done a cracking job so far with Jagex account, Jagex uh, client. It's it's great stuff, and can, it's about time. Can can you talk a little bit more about it? Because I I've I've not uh, really been involved in any of it, and I've not even hesitated. the Jagex client the launcher. Yeah, no. Oh, Randy, bro, it's so good. The launcher's amazing. The launcher's fucking oh, yeah, incredible. <laughs> Yeah, like Randy, you can have like 15 different accounts on, on the launcher. You don't have to type in your fucking Jagex password. It launches RuneLight. It, it, it's it's great. You need to get it, brother. Appreciate The only problem I have with it is um, on my taskbar, it has 
them all under one icon so i have to click it and then it brings up the menu bar thing for each account instead of having like three different um icons for three accounts or whatever so like what if someone's uh does, does it make like i'm sure the answer is no but like you know i've got so many different accounts even like and i've created them they're mine and they're fine but like if someone were to hack one of my alts would they get access to my main like how 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 does that like cuz i almost feel like if that's the case like would i potentially be more vulnerable i don't think they can even hack just one all i don't know i mean here's i, I don't know shit is, i don't know oh, shit like, about security yeah cuz cuz you cuz you have sign in with you'd all have, the individual accounts but with the you'd, you'd accounts, have, i don't know yeah you have your master password for all of them, and then you'd have your um, individual passwords, which you only log in once. So if you just change it before you log in, and then just like log in and kind of write it down, put it somewhere in a safe somewhere, um, then you log into the uh, uh, Jackix account or launcher or whatever, and then you can just you not know it nobody else would know it and there's not any way for them to do it unless there's a problem with the um jackix account i think okay highly re highly recommend it randy like if i want to switch between i only play one account but let's say if i wanted to log on to my main i just literally click the name bang login just because it's all unified it's linked i can seamlessly switch between my main and my ironman if I want to, it's incredible. No passwords, no bullshit, no authenticator. Okay. All right. So in one of their posts that they had about it, uh, they said that the Jagex accounts allow for more complex passwords, being able to use special characters and capital letters, uh, linking all your accounts together. Uh, those are a couple of the benefits. So, uh, you guys have talked a little bit about it so far, but uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, some of the positives and negatives uh, that you've experienced or seen so far? Um, some downsides would be I can't flame people on alts because then if one if that gets muted, then my man could get muted. <laughs> um, that's. That's pretty much it. Or, like, if you get a false spin, I guess, like, that'd be pretty shitty, losing all of your accounts. But that's only if they actually start, like, um, giving those punishments, like, to all accounts or all characters linked in an account. Um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much all the... Uh, downsides that I could think of potential downsides Onyx anything oh shit sorry I thought that I was I thought I was thought there was somebody before me um yeah I um I've heard mostly good things about it I really really hope that this also stops like cheat clients and things from being a thing I mean I I I swear I heard some JMod somewhere say that like <clears throat> that should be easier to detect. So that would be really great. Um, 
I I thought that there was somebody before me, so I was trying to look up this Twitter because I somebody's uh, tweet a while back, but oh well. I think that I heard something about like their alt. They somehow got like locked out of their alter or like one of their accounts because of after upgrading to the Jagex uh, accounts. But I could be wrong. I'm I, I'm misremembering it and wasn't able to find it off off the rip. So, um, but mostly. Mostly just heard good stuff about it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah, on the cheat client thing, I'm I'm really uh, hoping that that will that will help because I mean I'm I'm sure it should like because you wouldn't be able to. I mean, you'd have to be using Runelite or like OSHD, OSHD, um, or the uh, vanilla client. So, yeah, should be fine, right? That's that's how I would see it as well, yeah. And, like, just recently they made all, they're making it so all new players who want to use the uh, Jagex launcher have to have a Jagex account. So... That means that if people want to get like the convenience of using the launcher, then they're forced to have an account, which then allows them to like link them, link you to through other means, like in order to, um, like it would be much easier for them to like catch people running massive bot farms, I assume, because you'd have like. You'd have to manage so many different accounts, and if they're logging in and out at the same IP, then I feel like that'd be very easy to track. Um, I think the complex passwords, being able to use special characters, I mean, everybody knows that's long overdue. It's really nice to see that finally. Um, I don't haven't seen any direct negatives. The only thing that kind of worries me is because of how long this did take um i hope that they continue to keep up with um how hackers will progress as well because i mean to stop here and think that like you know people aren't going to try to continuously get around things that they're doing you know that, that's obviously not going to happen like that so ultimately uh i think it's really good so far i just hope it continues that way and they continue to grow with any other problems that arise yeah like in the last blog they said that like we had on the seventh, I think that um, the that they made it so that new players that want to use the launcher have to have an account, and then yep. they're also going to make it so in a couple of weeks or soon. I think they said like near future. Yeah, near future is gonna. There's gonna be like another stage, and then there's gonna be another stage after that, and. I think they're planning on rolling it out pretty quickly because like we've only just gotten news about it in the past month and then they've already rolled out like this last week and they're planning on doing it doing another one in the next couple weeks so the progress is looking good on that front. Yeah, I, I real quick. Uh, I do like th that they're allowing you to have all these different special characters um, for passwords, and that yeah, definitely long overdue. <clears throat> uh, I 
You're right, you made a point. I, I, I do actually have a little concern that they might not, like, once they do this, and obviously this has been a long process for them and they've put a lot of resources to, into it, are they going to upkeep anything with this? Or is this just a, uh, like, a one-time step in the, like, uh, like level that they just kind of make in terms of account security? Or is this, this part of a greater um, regularity of account security? I don't know. I'm hoping that, yeah, like, it can cut down on the cheating. But... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, like, is it uh, account security? I don't think has really been that much of an issue, at least from people I know, like... No, I mean, lately it's just been more With, so been alleged false bans. Oh, right. But, so like, I don't know. It, I don't know how that impacts. That's like, like if it, you get banned. that's like, that's like an anti cheat thing, not a security thing. Yeah. But on the security part, like, um, I don't, I don't really see, um, because you once you upgrade to a Jagex account, you basically delete any um I believe that pretty much deletes any way of using the current recovery system in order to recover your account back. You just have like um codes that you write down or download and those are the only way that you can log into your account. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So that's like a really good step in the account security thing because, I mean, my account's like over 15 years old. So there's like a lot of stuff that people could um, find out about me online just through, I don't know, just whatever nerd shit people do now. Your fans? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I know you got a lot of those wondering. Man. Yeah, so uh moving on, one of the other things that they had was the community showcase post. And uh the community showcase post it, to me it looks like it's something that they've never done before, like to this extent. Um it opens up stating welcome back to another community showcase. But I gotta tell you, I was looking around, I could not find that they had ever done anything like this before ever. But, um, I mean, it looked pretty cool from it. Uh, it has, like, a community post bag, some player perspective uh, Q&A, some video highlights from, like, six different people, some community achievements, and, uh, like, some, you know, grand exchange flips that uh, people had had. So, apparently, like, people submit this to it, and it's, uh, you know, like, I guess similar to, like, the Access newsletter that we do, but... Uh, to a more wider extent and it's not necessarily focused on specific updates just more so community wise stuff so if you had a chance to read this and i got the link in there um what did you think about the community showcase post and would you like to see more of these in the future oh yeah for sure um i'm pretty sure they used to do these but i they they definitely did used to do these but i'm pretty sure they just like started putting those in like a separate post that's not like broadcasted yeah or I mean, something. like i couldn't fi i couldn't find anything within the last few years when i was looking yeah but i'm, I'm glad they brought them back and it's cool like getting the community to like um put it put each other up instead of um putting 
each other down is like always a good thing. And um, yeah, like the um, I like the um, like video highlights and the community achievements um, ones were my favorite ones and the uh, post bag one I'm I just kind of like can't be asked and don't really care about the lore that much so I just don't really read those XP waste I mean I could read them but it's just kind of boring and kind of cringe sometimes yeah I mean th this was this was pretty cool uh, I was definitely a pleasant surprise seeing it and I liked that they did it. Uh, being able to highlight different things from the community is is pretty cool, and it's definitely a different change of pace from most of the news posts that they have, which are just spammed with a bunch of updates that are impossible for even people that play every single day to keep up with on what's actually going on with the game. So I think that, yeah, having a community showcase post like this was a pretty good idea, and I hope that that's something that they continue to do every month moving forward. It seems like that's going to be the case based on uh, what we'll talk about in the next question. But, yeah, I thought that this was uh, pretty well put together, and it had different, you know, it. All, although you don't have to like everything that's on here, certainly I feel like looking at like there's something for everyone just looking at this, you know, it, you know, it's like a newspaper. You're not gonna read every article from everything, but there's some things in there that are probably gonna be appealing to you. What about you, Sebi? Yeah, it's like one of those updates where it's like, I don't see how you can like dislike it really. It's like, you read it or you don't read it. And it's like, doesn't impact the game at all. And I just think it's uh, just a good thing. Nothing negative with it. Um, I think it's an awesome thing too. Uh, I just want to get the one negative thing I want to say about this out the way before I go on, like mostly other positives. Um, I'm probably a little biased when I say this, probably because I'm a little older too, but um, just some of the ways they word stuff, I think is a little cringe. Um, it, it, I wish they it would. Is like, <laughs> that was I, like, one of the I things that I noticed like reading. And I was, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I, I think that that's actually a fair point. Wait, wait, sorry, what's cringe, Ray? Let's come back from the oh, toilet. Like, oh, uh, so I'm just saying, like, I think some of the ways they word things, again, I'm older, so I'm probably a little biased here, but... I wish they would word things not so cringe and a little more not so high schoolerish. Yeah, yeah, like some of their books, oh, some of the wording is a little bro, it's, But again, it's, not that it matters, really. It's typical English white dude humor. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, okay. That's exactly what it is. Just nerdy white dude English humor. It's exactly like, one of the dragon shit is. I'm just reading it, and it feels like too forced sometimes. But anyway, that's not the biggest deal that I was going to bring up. Ultimately, I think this is awesome, though. I wish they kind of kept up with more stuff like this because, uh, you know, as much as I like YouTube and stuff like that, I think it's a shame that the community spread so far from the actual website. Um, I've always loved, like, the RuneScape forums back in the day. I think they could do so much with their website. But, uh, you know, I, I, the last thing I want to say, I, I also hate how you have to have Twitter, basically, to contact anybody. You know, if they did more stuff with their website, I just think it's a way better look. The thing is, though, you know, why would anyone use the forums when we have things like Reddit and Twitter, unfortunately? I mean, yeah, I just wish as far as, like, because, it, it, again, it's like you have to have a Twitter to communicate to them, you know? Sure. 
Yeah, sure. The only reason why I still, that's the only reason why I still keep mine. Like, Bro, if I wasn't a streamer, Randy, I'd have no social media whatsoever. Yeah, I can't so stand it. I can't stand it. It's the only reason I made an uh, OSRS Twitter in the first place. Because uh-huh. of my false ban in October or November last year. Did that get remedied? Yeah, it did. After 30 days of daily um, tweets. Yeah. You're fortunate, brother. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't even because of my tweets. Like, um, it was Larry. Um, Shout out. They had recently gotten two hundred mil all, and I guess they mm-hmm. um, they're pretty active in the community and talk with the JMods enough that they're. Mm. Anyway, they they sent a DM to um, Kieran on my behalf, and, yeah, and that was remedied within two hours of Larry saying that he DM'd him. Well, God bless that dude, because false bans do happen, and unfortunately a lot of players that do get false banned get left in the dust. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I'm I'm just, like, really glad that look, I was able to get that fixed. Um, that was... That was not a good uh, few weeks. Yeah, f- fuck-ups happen, man, and Dragex are good at fucking up. I mean, yeah. like, before that happened, like, I'd always assume that false bands are, like, a myth, and people just... Nah. Like, everybody always, like, fudges the truth a little, or they're not telling the whole truth, or they're missing context and all that stuff. But then What do you think triggered really... that false ban, plundering? Um, so basically I went from playing from around 10 a.m. through lunchtime and then like taking a nap and then playing till 1 a.m. Yeah. After typical game a day then. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, um, within a week of me switching my schedule to waking up at, at 6 a.m., and and playing like a couple hours more per day because I was trying to do a runecrafting um, month, and that's what basically triggered it. It was what I think. Interesting. But I, I, I but I'd already been runecrafting for like the past eighty mil runecrafting experience. Oh, and that was all. That was all I was doing for the past like three you months. You changed your times. Yeah, and I just. Playing. Yeah, I just increased my playtime, and then it triggered a ban. Oh, I see. It was, it was a two-day, but yeah. How many how many hours a day was you playing when this uh, false ban occurred? Uh, like 16, 17, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it, maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure I started the um, month with a 30-hour or two, because that's just the way you do it. For me. Yeah, you know, Jagex would have looked at that like, well, he's fucking turned something on, you know? Yeah, and... Popped programming. The one good thing that did come out of it was um, recently there were some accusations about me botting some mining experience. And um, one or some, a couple of people... Yeah, they tried to me- men- mention uh, anti-cheat and ask, uh, ask them to look into my account because I'm definitely botting. And then 
Ahmad finally responded after I DM'd them on Twitter. And the mod responded, and he's like, um, no, this player's not botting, and he's been looking, he's been looked into before. Mm. So basically shutting them down, and... How now, good did that be up wondering? That felt good, because that was the first time that they'd actually acknowledged in public that they messed up with the um, original Frost ban. Because... Uh, there was no like tweet or anything that um, they uh, they never replied to a tweet any of my tweets about like trying to appeal it, and they never sent me an inbox message. Is just... why would they? Why would they? they... I, I'm, not, I'm not being rude, by the way, bro. That's just how everybody gets treated by them. You know, that try to appeal false ban, etc. Is it really that hard? Huh? To... Uh, Randy treated like trash. Yeah. Is it is it really that hard to copy paste a, a sorry here's like yeah. here's, here's a couple extra days of membership plus the days that you were banned for and that's it like it's just copy paste do it and you get like so many more um, loyal customers out of that like, I think that they probably look at their business model and see what has continuously been uh, growth in the profit so like what why do they need now i shouldn't say that i mean the jagex account stuff from what I, everything i hear from people is good and that's one of the th things in the step in the right direction that they should be taking yeah but like if, if you like when you're evaluating a business like it doesn't you know fr from the point that actually matters short-term quarterly profits yeah, yeah, like it, it, it doesn't matter how the community feels about the developer, the publisher, doesn't matter how the community feels about the game, what matters and the people that make the decisions is how's the money looking? Because, you know, like a lot of people and uh, like, you know, think about that, like for other like games and like other publishers, like people hate EA sport or uh, I'm sorry, like uh, EA electronic arts. They don't get, and you know, their community, or I, sh I shouldn't say community, they're, uh, you know, like the way that they operate is money is the only thing that matters. You know, like all the loot crates, uh, microtransactions for like Ultimate Team uh, with FIFA and Madden. Uh, and they, and I mean, and that's just only two of what is many, many, many of their franchises. They don't give a shit that the community hates uh, their practices. They don't give a shit that they, they don't care. No, no, they they make money, so like why why should they adjust what they're doing? Like there there's no incentive to. Now like we recently just saw um like Activision Blizzard King get purchased for 69 nice billion dollars from um nice. Microsoft. But yeah. uh, like you know, 69 billion dollars uh like it's you know that's that's you know something entirely different that we're talking here. We're not talking like short term so like if, if things are going to be changing with Activision Blizzard King, it's going to be because it's got new ownership and new management that has a different idea what they want that company uh, direction to go into. But I mean, with the incumbent, um, and I mean, the, I know that Jagex has switched hands quite a bit, but like the overall philosophy of business doesn't necessarily change. It's how can we make money tomorrow? How can we make money next month? Not. How does the community view us? Like, it's very rare to find, um, like, a game developing company or anything like that that does actually care about that. Like, 
one of the like looking at like other games for example that have done poorly and the developers have said you know what we know we fucked up and or like publishers uh and like they try to like their goal is to have good community uh support rather than i shouldn't say rather than but like obviously all the goals is to make money but one of their biggest goals is how can we make sure the community likes us doing what we do and uh, like one of them is like larian uh with the like baldur's gate 3 and the way that they handled their development for that uh the way that like no man's sky came out and the way that the the developers for that uh kind of completely like you know fuck the might like you know the amount of consistent content they come out with free afterwards try to turn that around uh and like what had been prior to cyberpunk 2077 the way that people viewed um fuck i don't know i was just blanked on their name um but uh they uh have done a lot to correct the issues that they had with that uh because like they want you know community support and like approval not it's not 100 percent money but like Overall, like money is money, so there's no, there's no, like, there's no reason for Jagex to change what they're doing because what they've been doing. I mean, I, I, I can't say for for forever, but for a li- the last ten years has been working extremely well, and is it has never been more profitable with them doing what they're doing right now. So there's no reason why they should change. It, it, yep, is what any business person involved in their meetings and staffing should be saying. But it's just shit because the de- the developers obviously care about the oh, game yeah. so much. They they sure they do. they, they yeah, care they so do. much. But the the higher ups, upper management, whatever you want to call them, they're just like they just care about money and that's it. And there's it's not their much... job to care about that though. At the same time, yeah, but, and that's just that's just good. Like I don't I understand how there's more of a bridge there. Imagine if, if um, well, Jack none, none of the, none of the people that have like that, or I shouldn't say none, but very rarely are the 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 people that are in like those ownership positions that have that uh, as much of the financial say. Very rarely are they, from what I've seen, very rarely are they actual gamers themselves or people who have been in games development. They're just a business person, and this is a thing that they do for business. It's it wasn't a passion or anything. It was just is money. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. All right, we got way off track uh, on there. Yeah, the, I, the last question. I don't know where the fuck we would be at. I think it was me next on the community showcase. Okay, uh, okay. But, <laughs> uh, sure. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I have nothing against it, but, yeah, it'd be better to see that time spent on community engagement uh, pointed towards, like, everything that you guys were just talking about all right uh we'll move on to the gilinor gazette post that came out uh and in the gazette they highlighted there were seven different content news posts three game updates and two community and communication posts if you think it's too much so i, I again i mentioned it like in the introduction but is this too much like how can players reasonably expect keep up to date with the rapid 
an ever-growing speed of the development for the game. Do you think there's a real way for I mean, someone to keep up with everything? Like, do the staff that work on the game even know everything that's going on with it? I don't know. I'm just, uh, what are your thoughts? All right, so... Uh... For me, I, I would just like separate the news, the content news posts into different sections. Like there's leagues, which not, there's like not even half the player base probably cares about leagues. So that's just one news post that half the player base won't even read, regardless of even if they would read the news post in the first place. And then there's actual content. And then there's like, changes to content that they proposed the week or two weeks prior that they're like regarding feedback or feedback on whatever the fuck that they just proposed the week prior and i don't think is the news posts are a problem because it's good that they're communicating with us um the um I I'm not really sure. I don't think the game's really been progressing that fast. Like, sure, we've been getting a lot of information really fast, but that I'm sure that's because it's like almost Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they're gonna be out for like three weeks or more, and we're not gonna get like pretty much any of this stuff until January probably. So I don't think it's really that fast. It's just like they're dumping all of this info on us and we're just like sitting on it and waiting for a couple months while they prepare all of it. I think it's a little too fast just because um, I, I think they heard everybody complaining that we weren't getting anything for a while, which was true. And now all of a sudden they think they need to do everything, which like. Uh, I don't know, I appreciate them wanting to do a lot of stuff, but um, I think if they just found more of like a medium point rather than trying to not do really much of anything or just trying to do like everything. Um, me personally, it is a lot to keep up with. Um, I was actually having to review over a couple topics that were posted recently before the podcast just to make sure everything I was saying was accurate. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wish they would kind of hold the brakes personally on that one. Um, do you guys know, did they ever find, like, a buyer for the company Yeah, I think it's still for sale. Yeah, oh. I mean, it makes me think, like, they probably have, like, metrics or, like, when we've released, like, Inferno or whatever in the past, we have this percentage of a membership increase, and when we release this, like, this kind of update in the past, we have this, you know, met much of a membership increase. This oh, they is, definitely like, do. They definitely do. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe that's why they're just, like, pumping out the blog posts left and right but i don't know i mean i think the i think the games were have traditionalist mindset like i said on the other podcast i absolutely think the game's been progressing too fast personally but yeah um that's yeah that's just how i feel if i could add one more thing too i would like to say um i wish they would kind of condense some of their news posts a little too um, I think sometimes it's a little oversaturated with unnecessary things too. And, oh, you know, time. for somebody that like plays a lot, um, you know, I, again, I couldn't imagine how mo most common players are reading through all that and actually having an understanding of it. They're not. So, yeah. they're not. Right. 
You know, bro, it's like yeah. a uni student. It's like a uni student trying to get in as much fucking words <laughs> in their essay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's horrible on the eyes. It really is. Yeah. yeah. At least they're doing the. Seem to still be doing the like thing where you can just listen to somebody read. Not it, on. Right? Not on yeah. everyone. Yeah, not on everything, but some of them they are. That's 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 nice, I guess. I appreciate but, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I don't know how you keep up good. to date with everything. Still, like, it feels like we're just gonna get a waterfall of uh, of events, yeah. But anyhow, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So with the with that, like, I mean, like as I put I put together the podcast for this stuff, and you know, like I I have every single podcast since we've started this. Like w- w- when I initially came back with the podcast, I was thinking I was gonna be doing it like once a month, um, but like. You know, it's been every two weeks just to try to keep up with the content that's been coming out because there's just been so much going on. And like, I don't know, like there there were times, you know, like years and years ago where I could get by with going like, you know, having the podcast once every three weeks as opposed to every two weeks. Uh, and, you know, the podcast would be like a nice condensed, like two hour type thing. Now, I mean, we're having these every two weeks and every single one is like pushing three hours and I'm having to delete several several topics every single time um yeah. and as i put together the, the the formats for this like they they have never and you know i can i can attest to it from being a player for the last what's almost been 11 years and also from uh, putting together um the 88 different uh podcast formats that i've done they have never been hitting us with more updates more information and more stuff than they ever have before and I think that's it's a little too concerning because at, based on the metrics that they've shown us before in the past as well is that the players who play the least amount of time are the players who vote yes at a higher rate than any other than any other person. So the more you play, the more likely you are to vote no. The less you play, the less likely you know about what's actually going on with the update, the less you know about the game, the more likely you are to say yes. So I think that it's perpetually, you know, like we're... we're it's compounding on itself on players that are just voting yes to shit they have no idea about. And that's where one of my bigger concerns is coming from. And it's hard. Like, I, I mean, I don't play 50 hours a week now, uh, but it's hard even playing uh, like two hours a day to, you know, enjoy the game and be able to keep up with everything else that's going on. And like, I don't know how a casual player is able to keep up with what, uh, they're pumping out and you know we'll, we'll talk a little bit more coming up about mm-hmm. yeah they've been giving us all these updates all this stuff there's one thing that they've been neglecting for a couple months we'll talk about that next uh yeah i mean like i tried reading that uh that dev blog and it's just like such a ridiculous amount of information i just read like half of it to be honest with you less is more yeah, yeah, it's just like such ridiculous amount of information. It's, it's like you sure. said, bro. Like a couple of months ago, we had like no updates at all, and now they're hitting us with like leaks. They're hitting us with the sailing. They're hitting us with demi bosses, forestry update. I mean, it's like two trillion things at once, and I really know what's going on. It's like there was like a time where I had like a couple of months with like literally nothing when it comes to updates, right? Like we got like pretty much nothing. And that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing. And I, like, I know that it, you know, the way that the game is set up is that it is always meant to always be getting updates and always expanding and always yeah, updating. Like I, I'm a, like, I'm 
I like updates, to be honest. Not a lot of skillers really dislike yeah. updates, but I'm all for updates. But it's just like, they should announce like one or two updates. You should get excited for them. Because when they announce like 20 different ones, like which one am I excited for? I'm yeah, it's hard, it's hard to really focus your excitement on one update when we've got like five things to track. Oh, I, you know, it, I it's certainly more than five. But like, I, whatever, I whatever I the fuck it is. I don't, I don't think we've ever been at a point where there is so much like, and here's the thing. I haven't even read the fucking mega post of the game jam that came out earlier today. You know, like it, it uh like there has Everybody. never been more things like the fuck is the game jam that oh a huge fucking post about a bunch of different oh, ideas shit. and plans and things. you know, like Did, uh, we, like another summit summer summit. I thing. I think no no I think I remember there was another game jam back in the day wasn't there? Oh they they've had it uh, like four times so yeah yeah uh, I believe like a year ago there was an idea to uh, like remaster the the mechanics of agility and it looked really good actually. It was something like the higher agility the less armor weighs, which I I, I like I like that personally. So if you were ninety nine agility like armor. If you were wearing like full armor, melee, whatever, it would weigh like no kilogram, minus five. Because right now, I I believe agility doesn't really give you all that much satisfying rewards. Shortcuts, yeah, the shortcuts slightly higher the run shortcuts energy. Are hardly ever even utilized. <laughs> exactly. Work, like let's say weigh fifty kilograms, if you or if you weigh one kilogram, the same thing. Well, right? for like stamina restoration. Yeah, but that would be taking it even further, which I think is all right. But yeah, I mean, there's it, just it's just there's just a there's just a lot. Yeah, the higher kg, the more your uh, run energy drains when you run. Yeah, it's it's just like if you're minus, then it drains less. If you're not minus, it's all the same. That's yeah, that's, that's... no, that is not true. Huh? That's not, yeah, sure that's it, not is. it is. Yeah, sure not and not and minus are the same, right? Yeah, like if you're, if you're like minus one or if you're like plus one, that makes all the difference. But if you're like plus fifty or plus one, it's the same thing. No, that's no. not true. That's not true. No, no. The, the more you weigh, the the faster you drain, and that's right. That's the only right. thing that. Like, yeah, try running around with like a fucking inventory of like granite. Uh, yeah, or coal. And yeah. Then, and the only thing that can slow down the dr the drain of run energy is the ring of endurance, which is why it's, it's the best item. In... Yeah, and yeah. step, which is why it's the best item in the game. But that uh, but that game jam thing they they had the idea of agility. The higher agility, the less armor weighs, uh, and also the higher agility, the slower your run energy depletes while you're running. That would be great. I would really welcome that just to give um, people more incentive to train agility because right now it just gives a few sweet shortcuts and that's about it. What yeah. people can do. I remember that game jam um, proposal. It was, it was a really, it was really good. I think it was, um, it was Husky. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on is the, uh, there was a, one section in there that Rock wrote, which he's uh, certainly a lot more behind the scenes now with his role. Been on one of the podcasts before as well. He's he's real good. Um, but he had a section beautifully written discussing quality of life and a future pull of like quality of life updates. What would one thing that you would like to see on the next quality of life poll be? 
Oh shit, I didn't read that second part. Um, uh, I'm not ready. <laughs> Can you, like, skip me and come back to me, please? Move you to the bottom. Onyx, what you got? Something I want to see on the next QOL poll. Honestly, like, I feel like we, <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe ban some plugins. <laughs> Sure. Do you have any in mind? Question. Um, inventory mover would be nice to ban. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have any off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I know there's uh, a lot of PVM that are just like pretty scuffed. I've heard, but yeah, um, inventory mover. I, yeah, I abused that while I was doing RC to ninety nine. <laughs> I've used it too. I'm just saying, I'd I, I would have preferred it never to be in the game to begin with. So yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, reverse of the question. How about you, Sebi? Oh, I'll still pay attention, to be honest. Uh, like, quality of life updates? Yeah, what would you want to see? Mm. As you enter into your post, 200 mil all... I'm not creative enough to think of something, I don't think. I don't uh, know. Actually, actually, I had it. I, I thought of something. Um, Like, one nice thing would be, you know, like in the GE now where you put in an offer and it has, like, your last purchase item or whatever, or your last, like, offer. Like, it'd be, it'd be nice if there's, like, a list or some shit, like, your last 10, something like that, because, like, so, you know, be nice. find supplies on the alts or some shit it would be just nice to... Not have to search it every time, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Flipping, util flipping utilities plugin shout out. It does that. Yeah, you can search pretty much any item, and you can also um, give them quick codes, so you can have like RDS for Rune Dragons, and have all of the loot or all of the gear or all of the supplies with that quick code. And then wow. when you when you search that in the Grand Exchange, then it'll only share those items. That's. I wonder, how, I wonder how the hell that actually works. Like, I'm not even sure. I think it, it it's got to be have to do something to do with the um, similar, at least with the Quest Helper plugin, being able to filter only items that you need to buy. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Which that's super overpowered, but and you basically just define what the quest is that you're doing. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense than that. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know the mechanics five. behind how that works. Yeah, it's really easy. Like you just, you just, it it opens the side panel. You search an item in the Grand Exchange or in the side panel. You favorite it, and then the default um, quick search code is the number one, and then you just click it. Or double click it and then replace that one with whatever you want. Save it and that's it. And it does it per account too. So you don't have to have like, you know, different profiles or anything for, for if you have an alt using the same thing. You can have like different favorite lists and different um, quick search codes. Okay. 
right. Uh, so for the purposes of time, I'd uh, cut a few questions here. And as we move on to the sailing uh, section here, we've all already been on uh, podcast talking about sailing, but uh, <laughs> Rig, you have not. So, yeah. Well, so this 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 uh sailing is gonna just be ex- ex- for the interest of time. This is exclusively gonna be a section for you. Sure. Um. Uh, so leading up uh here is a talk about the section here. So, um, in the Gazette, it talks about sailing that there should be news uh this month referring to November. However, like it was in August that it passed. It has been more than two months. And we have not heard anything about sailing, whether it be in the new skill Discord or in the actual news post itself. We've heard 40 other things about everything else that's going on, but nothing about the biggest update in the history of the game. Moving on to the actual questions for this, though. So, Rig, uh, and we've had this on most of the podcasts uh, since mm-hmm. returning, is of the three skills that the team moved forward to pull with sailing, shamanism, and taming, which one did you like best, or did you dislike all the options? Let me sip some water. <laughs> Sailing and water, this guy. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know what your guys' take is on Sailing, bro, but I have never, ever liked the idea of it. Uh, as for shamanism and taming, Sailing, all three of them looked pretty bad. Um, Sailing, from what we've seen of it on YouTube, it literally looks like an intermediate quest rather (laughs) than a skill, in my opinion. I've always been very picky and very funny with a skill coming into a runescape. I'm open to a... I'm open to an idea, a good idea, when it comes to a new skill. I just don't think sailing is a good idea in general. And it makes me very worried about the future just because I know sailing is coming into the game. I've been so positive about all of the updates that come into the game. Raids, quality of life updates, skilling minigames, you name it. But a new skill is such a touchy subject and it does seem like it split the community in two. Yeah, and you know, one thing I want to give a shout out for is uh, one of the topics that I, I don't know if it was on one of the previous podcasts, but like I had talked about that like content creators, yeah, it was definitely, I, I think it might have been on the last one, but I was talking about like content creators, you know, obviously you are an amazing exception and that's, you know, it's kind of true to like the, the you're, you're still a player, you know, when it comes down to it, is that yeah. the content creators like are always, yes, 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 more new update, more new stuff, the new flavor of the month that I can stream, rather than caring about themselves, what they're wanting to do in the game and playing yeah. it. So like... I, uh, Randy, I, honest to God, I, I am, I try to be a positive player when it comes to updates and whatnot. And honestly, I've been happy with 95% of updates that have come into old school since its release. But skilling, a new skill has the potential to really change the feel and vibe of the game, especially if they Absolutely. make the skill intrusive. Intrusive, and what I mean by this is, for example, if sailing was to come out, it would be, for example, it would be inefficient to train slayer without the involvement of sailing if it becomes intrusive like that it's gonna really fuck up the feel and vibe of the game i think if it comes out i'd like it to just be a standalone skill yeah but i do from what jagex is saying it's probably not going to be that 
but but anyway yeah yeah so they had mentioned like some of their tertiary methods which would include like a little bit of sailing a little bit of mining a little bit of, like mm-hmm. i just gotta hope that they've uh, got some sense it, of the it, potential it, damage for it you know like, yes I, I i don't think that they've ever come out with an update that you know and obviously this is from a skiller's perspective that they've ever mm. come out with an update that could potentially like ruin the game but this is yes. the first this is the first one that could sure sure i i i do want to say too that sailing just looks a bit too bloated for my liking you know skilling to me is a simplistic activity sailing on the other hand looks like i don't know again it looks like a fucking grandmaster quest or something it it just doesn't look like a skill to me it looks too much Honestly, I just wish that they just like condense all this stuff and make the skill navigating to different islands and then islands <clears throat> have content that involve the other skills, but the actual skill that you're doing with sailing is navigating the seas to get to those islands or places that you're then using mm-hmm. where you're then discovering those resources or um monsters or whatever. And then just get like a big XP drop when you clear all of the content mm-hmm. or and a smaller XP drop when you initially discover it. Put it this way, right? And in, then it's in like, my... Sorry, Con. And, and then it's basically on its own and then it unlocks more for other skills, but you don't need to do it for other skills unless it's like just busted. It just introduces busted new content, but... Uh, Put it this way, right? Um, now that the voting's done and sailing's passed, you know, and we have uh, video footage now of what sailing could be, I've asked my chat many times, especially when my stream has been busy, 400 plus players, and I asked them, do you regret voting yes for sailing to those who voted yes? And it was a wave of yeses. Really? Of regret. Damn. It, it might be an update that we actually end up regretting voting yes for, for those that did. Do they ever, again, uh, do they ever um, say why they regret voting yes? Didn't really. I didn't really go into it. Really, I just wanted a simple yes or no. Probably saw forestry and were like, "Oh shit." Yeah, probably that. You know, just some recent contents that's come out. You know, they're probably not feeling optimistic about. Yeah, I mean, the the, the team does a very good job on things that aren't skilling related. The quests they've done a great job on. The PBMing <laughs> yeah. they've done an, a su- yeah. the, a superb job on. Well, yeah, they, like, the, the mini game, the skilling mini games have been great. Yeah, yeah. Well, mini games have been well. solid, but I mean, they're not yeah, they're necessarily great. like, all right, this is the new, you know, I know the other things can maybe be a little bit different based on your account type, but like, you know, people don't do like Guardians of the Rift, like, all right, this is the new efficient way to get 200 mil type thing. Like, sure. So, you have like, to understand they, though. They've done a good job on. Same with Temporos. Yeah. Like, yeah, st- yeah. Trying to stay away as much as they can from sailing or I'm sorry, sailing skilling. I think the updates that they've, the best updates that they've done, I believe are non skilling related ones. Sure. Randy, let me ask you something. It's not like what we want though. We don't want to get like our skills devalued. It doesn't even have to do with devaluing. Like, because there are, there are certain methods that they've come out with in certain quality of life things that have devalued. Um, Yours, you, you have had 10 years of devaluation. Fine. You know, it's, like quality of the content you know like like what has happened to the game that i love i mean i think i think guardians of the rift is like 
fantastic. Oh, like, I, it, I got no complaints on it. Um, Skilling has been devoted to living shit over the past 10 years, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, because like Randy said, like, Garnet Stuff Rich was great, but no one really does it with 200 mil. And then I just said, like, yeah, but isn't that like what we kind of want? We don't want it to be like OP or something. But... Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, but the. It's like a little too bad. Yeah, but, like, the, more like... in, the more involved they've tried to be with skilling, the worse I feel like the updates have been. Drift now. Yeah. Just like totally ruined. Everything, everything Fossil bit. Island. Yeah, uh, I have a 1.5 teaks is good, but well, I mean, that that was a happy ac- that was a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, it was intentional. Why, why is that? Why is that happy? And when it was like arguably a much bigger increase to EHP rates than when well, we have red bits, right? It's not it was like a 20k per hour increase. It wasn't that big. 180k at two tick to what like 200 at the start of 1.5. Uh, also, so much harder than two tick, so. Like, I also think it was because that was player found, too. Like, I think it's kind of odd, yeah. especially yeah, yeah. Like, th- that's, that's a good some way of the gnome cube ideas and stuff coming up, too. It's like, when they identify and recognize methods like that, that are player-based and player-done, it just, that's when it starts to get weird. Well, which part was of the, um, what we were just talking about like when the, like when, when mod maz who was the person who developed everything on fossil island um lot, a lot of lot of issues with how they thought that um the uh the birdhouses were going to be by the way they their initial projections were that like birdhouses were going to be like 30 mil xp per hour oh, yeah. <clears throat> Se- separate issue with that there were a lot of issues with uh, fossil island and that mods uh idea on what quality content would have been. However, um, I, you know, when he's talking about like the something being a player discovered method versus a like Jagex um, released method, like mod oh, Ma- like with it being a hat. When I said a happy accident, mod Mad yeah. had no idea that they were making a, a viable one point five tick uh, teak woodcutting method. They just plopped trees next to squirrels and thought that they looked cute that's literally how the development went i, I mean it sounds like a joke but that, that's literally how the development yeah. went so it's not so like that was a ended up being a a happy accident with good skilling content resulting from it bro i'm not gonna lie i'm not the biggest fan of uh, fossil island but I, I do like my herbie ball bro because i, I don't like hunting chins <laughs> oh, you are I different can... bro you like herbie boar <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Maj- I, 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 guarantee, I guarantee you, bro, a big majority of the player base prefers Herbivore of Hunting Chins, I guarantee it, just because it's really chill. It's yes. just like a giant agility course. Definitely true. That's a good Def- one. Herbivore is not bad. Herbivore is not bad. I'll say, like, Volcanic Mine. dead. Volcanic Mine kind of shit. That, like, Volcanic Mine might have been my favorite method that I did. Pretty shit bro, uh, update to the skill, though, like, for what bro, it ended up doing. Herbivore, you click once every twenty seconds. It's it's yeah. brain dead, bro. Casuals love I, it, including me. Pretty good like, frying man too. I'm just like close to one eighty k an hour at ninety nine. That that's right, and and it gives you a fuckload of herbs too. Yeah, it's great frying yeah. man. Yeah, I, th- I think like what it does uh, is okay. You know, it doesn't it doesn't sniff. You know, like one tick chin rates, and it gives unique rewards in that. I mean, separate from the pet, the the herbs. Like, I, I think herbivore is okay. I, all right, you know, I shouldn't be hating on Fossil Island as much as I was, but Whoa. like yeah. the the, the teaks thing though was an accident. 
everything yeah. else like intention like that was an accidental new meta yeah and when it comes to sailing you look at like what's the most similar skilling update to what sailing sounds like it'll be and i think driftnet is like multi-skilling shit and that's what sailing sounds like so that's what i would base uh, like what their ideas are around that off of yeah i'm really really hoping they hold off on that and release that after like a month or two so players can figure out the best methods and then they can balance based on what players are actually getting rather than what they are thinking players are going to get that way it'll be way more balanced and way less likely to like completely break the game for like a day so what's different about sailing too that i think is odd is just like they seemingly are adding so much at once which like every other skill that's ever came into the game has come in seemingly pretty simple so it's like it has yeah. time to develop this just seems like everything's right here for you like we don't yeah. even really have any development process with it it's just boom here's all the meadows this is what you do i think th they've mostly just been talking about ideas and they've been kind of quiet and not they haven't said much about like what their process is with um the actual development process but they're um like they're getting the um the the tech uh required for like ship movement and stuff and they figured out that they that they can do things that they didn't realize that they could have done before so i think like the past like several months have been mostly kind of theory crafting and testing the limits of the engine and seeing what could be done and then there's like a bunch of other ideas that they've thought about but haven't really actually developed so it's not like they can't just scrap some like overpowered things so i'm not like super worried at the moment because we haven't seen like anything that's actually been confirmed to come with sailing. And I can I quickly ask you guys something. It's a question for all of you, because you know you guys seem to be like beastie skillers. When sailing comes out, because it's inevitable at this point, do you think the top ten ranks will change? Uh, oh yeah. Like a card deck, yeah. like shuffled. I think. Uh, let, me, let me look at the top ten right now. I think I'd be stunned if two of the current top ten uh, retain. Let me two see. of them? Uh, what really? Okay, maybe not two. All right, let me see though. Uh, so current top ten, and I'll just ramble it off in order. And they deserve it. Uh, just even shout outs here. So Links, Jace, Sean Bay, Sense, Tom, Karma, um, Harmony, uh, Scott, uh, God Tormentor, and Vinny. I would say, like, of those, so Lynx doesn't play at all. Uh, Sean Bay doesn't play at all. I don't believe Sens does anymore. Um, I mean, uh, J Jace is obviously active. Tom's still active. Uh, just got a pet yesterday, too, by the way. Karma, I don't think plays much anymore, but he did do 200 mil all on RS3. Uh, Karma will be one of the top 10 accounts that completes it. I think Scott could, uh, he could maybe be top 10. Hey, what about Godstermint? Do you know anything about him? He's a beast. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's a real good player. Um, beast. He just he just maxed his alt uh, recently. I like uh, that case to get 
and the film stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he, you know, he's still active in playing. Sean uh, Bay, a pretty good uh, skiller, isn't he? Uh, he was when he played. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's logged in in years. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Well, I definitely think it's gonna show up a lot. Yeah. I would say at least five of the top ten are going to be different. Because, I mean, there's going to be about, how many people do we have right now? 47. Sebi's going to be 48. There'll maybe be so, about 65, 70 or so people. Like, that would be 200 mil all by the time. And that's obviously, the, you, you got to filter it by who, how many people of those are still actively playing. And then how many of them have a chance to play, you know, 100 plus hours a week. Man, and 70 what? players competing for rank one, whatever, that's that's a big competition, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 think. Don't, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a competition for first. I think it's more so just going to be a top page type uh, deal because I think that a good chunk of them are going to be going at it. Oh, bro, you know a few of them nerds are going to go for rank one. Going to oh, be there for the taking. Oh, I mean, like, there, there'll be there'll be a few people, I think, that will... Their people will be will shitting out windows. Pissing out the windows to fucking maintain the XP. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it is going to be a new day, that's for sure. Yep. Everyone knows that the most optimal way is to use a litter box. Yep. Longer, brother. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, just try, try to, uh, let's, uh, last, last, last. Bro, man said here. a litter box. Holy shit. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna so fucking different. use that on stream, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get the they're gonna get the fucking litter boxes out when sailing comes out, boy. Just do fucking <laughs> wait. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, maybe I should do that. I was uh some sometime in like February, I think I'm getting a bathroom installed in my basement. Um you know, <laughs> ju ju just like just by like you know, we're we're remodeling our master bathroom right now, and it's going to be done this week. But uh, part of that was that, like, we were going to redo the master bathroom after, like, uh, like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm sorry, we were going to we were going to put in a bathroom in the basement after Thanksgiving and Christmas and holiday crap because we're hosting it uh, for our family this year. Nice, but uh, like, I mean, the. I've got room for it. It's just a little storage area. Like the plumbing is already in place. It's not like I got to do much, but uh, like maybe I should just go with a litter box instead of putting yeah. it in that bathroom 15 feet away. Fuck it, lad. Why not? So, all right. Uh, last bit on sailing here. We move on then, though. Uh, Rig. So, obviously, they manipulated the polls by uh, lowering the standards <laughs> from. Obviously. Well, Obviously, I mean, they lowered it from seventy-five to seventy, and then immediately it, announced a new skill. So obviously, you know, and there's a bunch of other manipulation things that yeah. took place. Uh, Listen, bro, in but, my but eyes, had it st and it, it didn't hit seventy-five percent with that. It failed the poll. That's so do I didn't give a shit. Do you think that it could have potentially passed with any refinement to it, or no? Like I don't think so, so. So like it gets the seventy one point nine that it got, and then right. they and then they do refinement. I like the, the sad thing is, Randy, is that the only reason sailing passed is because it's a meme. The wow. sad thing about it, bro. I wouldn't say only reason. There are a lot of reasons, but bro, it's, it's a giant fucking meme. It's literally it's always been a meme, has it not? 
sailing, oh, right? It, it has been. I mean, that's why they had like in uh, April, April 1st uh, through like the 8th of 2014, they had right. uh, like sailing as a skill and you can get it to level five doing I don't even know what, but. Bro, I guarantee you, Randy, all of the casuals that looked at the poll when it came to sailing, taming, etc., they looked at sailing, you know, with the 600 total and went, huh, sailing's a meme. I'm going to vote for sailing. Oh, yeah, and I, I mean, that, I, that, that's what the data, based on what they share with I, us, shows as well. That's that's what's sad to me, bro. But sorry, what was the question? Do you, I'm ranting a little bit here. Do you think that with refinement, it could have hit 75%? No, I don't think so. Yeah, and that, that's and something I, that I kind of hopped up, uh, like back and forth a little bit on, and I don't know who it was that made the point in one of the uh, previous podcasts we had, is that like I initially thought that with refinement, they probably could have been able to get it up to that, but... Uh, whoever it was made a really good point. It was like, they have so like, they changed so many different things to be able to put this thing in the best case scenario for it to potentially pass. They knew it wasn't going to get 75%. They knew to pull yep. it dirt. They knew to pull it, uh, in a, they, they knew to hide it as the sixth question in a 12 part poll. <laughs> and, uh, they, they knew exactly how to get it to pull and pat and yeah i don't know if with refinement it could have but i i'm with you though bro the pole threshold was lowered so that sailing would pass i i agree with you yeah so all right um as we move on to some of the other closing uh parts of the podcast here um is this is uh one of the things submitted from onyx was what do you think was the worst update in the history of old school RuneScape? You had to point to one. Um, personally, and let's try to be oh, a little a bit quick with this, as we got uh, still a, a handful left, but are crunched on time. Yeah, I think RuneLight, like their affiliation with it specifically, that's probably. My opinion. I'm trying to think of like one update specifically, but that's kind of the only thing that keeps reoccurring to me. Hate Runelight. Uh, worst update in the history of OSRS. Oh, that, that's like a whole 10 years. But I, I will say in recent times, it's definitely forestry for me. It's just <laughs> woodcutting with shitty, mindless, random events popping up, clicking on fucking rainbows and clicking back on, on the tree. It's, it's ridiculous, brother. It's one of the worst updates have seen in recent times and on top of that a lot of the items they use in forestry have fucking charges i'm not a fan of charges uh yeah i agree with everything about forestry i would i would have to say forestry um and driftnet i really don't like just just streamlining the, the entirety of like two skills with one method like that uh yeah forestry and driftnet just a very lazy update forestry but yeah I mean, I, I, I hate that, like, I like when I initially watched the, the presentation for Forestry, I immediately thought this is going to be a terrible fucking update. And, yeah, I mean, like, same. And then, you know, I'm wrong a lot of times. Like, I was very wrong about how I thought the Volcanic Mine was going to be. But, like, sometimes when you're right, you're right. And it's like, damn, like, I wish I wasn't. But uh, I'm going to take this from a... Uh, um amount of mistakes type of thing and uh the initial release of achievement diaries which and i'll say this as well like 
I, th I believe that once Achievement Diaries came out, the way that the game was developed completely changed based on what the players wanted, the developers would then do it then from that point it changed to hey here's our plan for what we're going to do do you guys approve of it but uh with the achievement diaries there was a running tally that uh Ging and trick had um because they would you know like at the, <laughs> at, the, at, the at the bottom of the news post when there would be an update um it they, there would be something like fixed a correction or like a misspelling on this thing for achievement diaries or a bug with it the achievement diaries itself had like mo literally in excess of a hundred plus bugs, and that was Each. when a counter stopped for it five years ago. I did not know that. So like, oh my that, god, that yeah, I mean, I think part of that is also because they released every one of the diaries all at once, which I thought was kind of. I think that that should have just been uh, we're releasing it one diary every week, and then boom, you're covered for literally months of updates. But I, I. I by worst, I think that they were, it was a great update, but like there was more than a hundred running tally, self-admitted bugs uh, with achievement diaries. Yeah, I kind of spoke about it earlier, but yeah, I'll say Inferno personally. Really? Yeah, it's like whenever you see something gay on the Inferno cape, you always wonder like, did he get himself ripped by it? Like it's just dumb. But the actual content itself. What about the actual content of the Inferno? Well, to be fair, I don't actually know what's going on when I watch that content. So I'm not sure. Ignorance. It's a shit update. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, then, brother. With all due respect, right? I don't like the cape. The cut itself, I don't know, but. Is. Plundering, what's yours? Combat? Alright, uh, no. Mine is going to be a collection of updates that happened within a short period of time. And those were the Wyvern drop table buff, the Zora, um, oh, oh, So that was November of 2014. Go ahead. Yes, Wyvern drop table buff, the Zora release. In January and 2015. The, and the best and worst update the ge oh, removal and that was like february march 2015. Mm. so i remember when solar got released like money making before solar was like non-existent i mean real like legit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you had you had you had to you uh. had to runecraft nature runes and sell them like that was like and pvming and for pvming for money didn't really exist before zora because of how shit gear was and how the development of the PVM community was like, you couldn't do God Wars and make s several million that, hour like you can now. That was because of um, uh, a lot of was, hop timers. No, they did. Well, they, yeah, but it, it did us or oh yeah, 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 that that was a problem as well. Mm, there was, was also yeah. like a, there was there were also hop timers in as well. So like efficiently doing God Wars now, you're hopping every. Uh, every kill but like you had to wait 30 seconds or something like that if you were hopping worlds at that time or something like that if yeah, like hopped 20 worlds you had to like wait right? yeah 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 they would literally like, like, like they uh, they would like freeze your account yeah, yeah. I remember this, yeah. which seems no, so I think, yeah. it seems so silly now looking at that it's yeah. they still have that it's just much higher now 
Okay. But I think that Solar release, it kind of like forced like all other content to also like give a bunch of GP and it really just like devalued GP, I guess. Like Solar. Yeah, but, yeah, you're just basically making oh, PVM like the... PVM content, the game. you know, healing supplies. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Zora probably started the the transition into making it, the game PVM. Skip. It did, and it's terrible for the economy, bro. I've never agreed with bosses dropping things like runes, uh, or flags, pure essence, you name it. It should always come from skilling them type of supplies. In in my opinion, anyway. I I don't. You know what I want them to do? I want them to just rework all of the drop tables, and instead of like x number of item you get like a catalyst and that catalyst gives you that x that same number of item bonus items from skilling or you can just sell it on the ge that way skillers can just buy those catalysts get multipliers on their um, resources that they're gathering and then pvmers can just sell those catalysts on the ge and it's just like you know it kind of like spreads the profit between both of them and they're both actually doing like pretty much the same thing except i don't know i guess everything being probably... pbm yeah Ooh. okay and it, that's pretty similar to what um rs3 does i'm pretty sure but yeah okay all right uh so then went on quick here we're Coming up on time, another one from Onyx is, uh, what has been your favorite grind on the game? Uh, crafting mud runes. Uh, 4G, Corey. Red Toots. <laughs> I think, I think the question says grind, Sebi. Oh, grind. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Redwood grind. No, you got a fight there. Um, <laughs> maybe Slayer. Just nerd necking Redwoods. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't actually like technically play that. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you I was actually trying to um, 1.5 tick Redwoods earlier this week. Yeah. I was I was getting like 170, 180k an hour. That's pretty after, fucking good. Well, after that's a few, few hours, that's not that good, right? Yeah, that Man. that was. That was. I mean, that's pretty yeah. good for it. Yeah, and yeah. I just learned like I just learned the methods. So yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's fucking trash about you. I'm just saying. You see, like Redwoods is kind of under that category, though, of like kind of close to Dale. Like, obviously, yeah, I'm a little biased here, but it's like, dude, you're supposed to be AFK in there. If you're 1.5 picking there, what do you like? What are you doing, man? You should be at like, Teaks or something. It's true, so, true. true meta, I think. But yeah, the thing I'll see people like 1.5 taking Dale sometimes. I'm just like, like, what are you here for again, man? <laughs> for me, it's just that, um, for Redwoods, it's just way easier to learn um, just the actual rhythm. And what I'm planning is once my teaks finish, um, actually tonight, I'm going to try learning uh, 1.5 tick teaks. So I was just trying to like get the rhythm down, and then I'm going to work on movement next. I love that he's able to do that. Like, uh, uh, 
with the kudos. Yeah, we can do 1.5, take Tika's son, okay. um, Fossil, Fossil Island. Okay. But, uh, crystal felling axe, but yeah. But yeah, and I have the uh, dragon felling axe. But yeah, yeah, basically, basically, I was just doing redwoods first. It's you have to walk one tile each um, stop. So it's like easier to get the rhythm down. And then now I'm going to like focus on the movement stuff with Aptiques and see if that does better for me or if I prefer redwoods or not. I'm just going to. I'm trying to give everything a fair shot to see which ones I like really enjoy more. Because why play if you're not enjoying, you know? Okay. Um, my favorite grind. I'm gonna try quick as I can. Um, I miss kind of like when Iron Man was a little bit more respectable. Like I remember uh, back in the day, uh, I had to adjust my sleep schedule entirely. It's basically waking up at like midnight and you know, staying up till like four in the afternoon, but, uh, looking bandos back in the day when I'm like, you just had to be, you know, hopping worlds all the time. It was annoying, but looking back on it, it was a fun time. Uh, you know, I think, I think really honestly, volcanic mine might've been it like with a good private team. Like if, if, if someone were to tell me like, okay, you have to play the game 500 hours a month. What would be the method that I would do? It would be like private team volcanic mine. Yeah, for me, it would probably be a uh, hundred Milasi with nature wins back in the day, uh, or rank one of all of the Dagonoff King Casey. Fuck yeah! All right, so uh, let's be quick here. Our last two things. Uh, so first, uh, like give a shout out to a random RuneScape player. I'm give a shout out Crabcore. He got 200 mil prayer during the recording of the podcast, and earlier today he got 10k EHP. Uh, my shout-out is to Atikon. I don't know if you skillers have heard of this name before, but he's a Grandmaster player, um, probably one of the best PVMers in the game, and um, I really appreciate that he is willing to teach everybody on Twitch via his channel how to become a better PVM. Uh, so yeah, shout-out to Atikon, Grandmaster Atikon. His will, to, his will to teach, and uh, yeah. Uh, my shout out is gonna go to Tribuo. Um, it's Latin for something I can't remember. Um, he is my inspiration. Um, he uh, late, maybe a year and a half ago, he uh, his PC just like completely bricked, and he ended up having to play on mobile and was still consistently putting in hundred hour weeks on mobile, doing Temporos air battle staves, all that stuff. He even learned like a solo method on tempo or at tempo to get like 95k an hour as a level three. And I don't know, his um, dedication, even though he was not able to play at a computer, just like, I guess it was inspiring to me. And that's it. Uh, real quick, uh, shout out Bala, Makusho, and uh, Uba, all my best friends in Hexus, and uh, appreciate being on the cast with all y'all. And uh, Rig, too, man, uh, probably won't get another opportunity to speak with you like I have today, man. And uh, I don't know if you remember me too much, and we haven't always seen two eye to eye on subjects in the past, but today was a pleasure conversation, man. I wish you all the best in life. Man. Yeah. Hey, sorry, bro. Yeah, I sadly can't remember what, what our issues were, but you know, being a streamer, bro. So, hey. 
there's armies of people that I have issues with and they have issues with me. So, but no, good vibes from you, bro. No hey, problem. Cheers, man. Um, shout out to Istra. Quit your uh, grocery store job or, or um, <laughs> convenience store job and get back to streaming on Twitch. <laughs> we yeah, not- shout out to Hoopa. This guy's like a parallel down bad. They told me to give him a shout out. So, <laughs> yeah. asking for a shout out is that's some low life shit there, Huba. <laughs> you know, it says give a shout out to Radovinsky players. So, here you go. All right. And then, uh, last one here what have you been up to during the podcast and uh, what goals do you have? Uh, I was killing giant mole. Uh, I haven't been doing it much lately, but I'm up to 47, 60 kills. Still haven't got it. I guess my goal is to try to get that, but uh, I've been doing a little bit more playing other games on the side. So I've been getting my Jad counter up, hit 1400 the other day. Is Solra around there? You went trying as well? Solra? I finished. I got. I got the pet. Yeah, yeah, but that was like a lost pet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was like six weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, and you went trying that one too, right? Like nine k or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like nine something. Yeah, been, been a while. Uh, I don't know if I a Serachnus I got early, but every other pet that I've gotten, I've been well over the rate. Yeah. But what about you, Rig? What are you up to? I uh, just AFK in some redwoods for my birdhouse runs. My Ironman, of course. I didn't play my main anymore. Not for years. Yeah, just AFK in Redwoods. Having a good time. Yeah, I've been doing some CMI on the main and some next on the alt. Uh, wondering, sorry. Uh, I've been doing some drift netting. Um, getting 0.93 an hour. That's why I've been kind of distracted, but yeah. <laughs> what I... Nine three. Yeah. Oh, okay. 0.93. And that's my goal is, my goal is to finish this year at over one uh, over four K EHP. But I what I will be doing after this podcast, some severe XP ways, but I will be playing the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh dude, I have Ooh, that uh wow. I've got that uh one of my all time uh, favorites. Yeah. Mass Eisley. I've got it. Do you have it on Steam or do you got it on a different Steam? Platform? Okay. Steam. You know, I, I, I got it on Steam a few months ago. I uh, haven't played it yet, but uh, do they have a co-op on there? Yes. Mm. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I've been doing just 1.5 teaks. As you... uh, What's the XP? I have been in XP uh, 81 mil. Or did you mean per hour? Oh, just just the uh, total. Oh yeah, I think eighty-one mil. Okay, good stuff. Eighty-one point seven. All right, so as we're coming oh, up here, oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. To oh, it's you. okay, Randy. I know you just don't want to hear anything I have to say, bro. No, I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm I'm for it all. Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I know how it is, bro. It's all good. <laughs> No, um, I've been a day out though, closing in on a one mil stack. I'm pretty excited about that, so I've been chipping away at that when I can. When are you gonna go through and uh, with all of them? Uh, my goal is to when I hit five mil, I'd like to do a lot of it. I originally was just gonna uh, 
mine out all 200 mil with the room crafting but then i figure over time there's probably going to be some other room crafting stuff i want to do so five mil is my ultimate goal right now with the day alt okay it's a great invention day alt less time spent rc and more time spent afk <laughs> i agree yeah. I like runecrafting a lot, but uh, just with EHP rates for me, it's really nice that there's stuff like this that I want yeah. to play. I don't play alts or anything. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it here then for the 88 Texas podcast. Uh, next one will probably be, uh, I mean, there's Thanksgiving coming up. I don't know in terms of availability what things are going to be looking like. So maybe like November 25th or 26th, the next one would air. And again, yeah, like on that one, we'll be talking about the more activities, the Karen changes, the mid-level PVM boss, and the mega post about Game Jam 4, and then whatever the fuck it is that they throw at us in the next two weeks as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you guys mm -hmm. for watching, and we'll see you on the next one.